0: Bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial on in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Now, when we talk about uh, the government people on this show sometimes, uh, specifically teachers, we usually make a point of mentioning that the teachers they must know something about the government schools because typically when you talk to a government school teacher if they have children and you ask them if they uh, where where do you send your kids i don't know what typically but typically they send them to pri- uh, to private schools well, that's administrators what, that's what, that's absolutely that's t- a
1: that that is a um a, you know y- your observation but i think that i think that it is safe to say and i have seen numbers like teachers send their kids to school in a, at a much larger percentage than the average person that sends that's most teachers sends their kids to private school did i, I say private school i, I bet know. you it's most teachers i don't know Do if it. it's most teachers that's that's an that, that's your guess
0: i think it's because they understand that the system that they work for is inherently something's wrong with it maybe they don't really understand what's wrong they don't they may not understand that it's because of the government monopoly that essentially that forces everybody to pay for the the education of everybody else's kids and, That there's no accountability, really virtually no accountability, besides the occasional school board election, but that doesn't even result in much changing. So, I think at some level they understand that private school, homeschooling, better options than sending your child to a government school. In the same way that government bureaucrats apparently also understand that private hospitals better than government hospitals. The story is from, apparently, the Canadian press An unapologetic Danny Williams says he was aware that his trip to the United States for heart surgery earlier this month would spark outcry, but he concluded his personal health triumphed any public fallout over the controversial decision. (coughs) In an interview with the Canadian press, Williams said he went to Miami to have a minimally invasive surgery for an ailment first detected nearly a year ago, based on the advice of his doctors. Williams said from uh, his condo in Sarasota, Florida, late Monday. (laughs) This was my heart, my choice, and my health. I didn't sign away my right to get the best possible health care for myself when I entered politics. Oh, wait. I I thought the best possible health care was available there in Canada. That's a big country. There are a lot of people up there in Canada. Big cities, metros, things like that. Surely they must have good health care. I thought the... Don't don't we have people calling this show frequently from Canada saying, well, I mean not frequently, but often enough, (laughs) often enough to to be notable that uh, we've got people calling in saying, well, I've been to the Canadian system and it sure is great, eh? The Canadian system, they tell us it's the best one in the whole world. I don't think we've had
1: a handful of people say that honestly.
0: It I, seems to that I call seems to come the, in every time we talk about uh, health care. on do the on a years show that with, we've been
1: doing these this show, I don't think we've talked to five uh, people that have said that they, uh, you know, verbally have said on the show that they thought that the, the system. I, I do say seems that like there it, are some notable people among them, uh, you know, the caller uh, Frank from New York and
0: I'm talking about people from Cory Doctorow, the author. No no, I'm talking about people you're right though, those two you're right, but uh, I'm talking about people calling from Canada. It seems to me Mark that every time we talk about healthcare in significant fashion on this show for a long enough period of time, enough to give, you know, those folks to get them fired up and get them to call in. It seems like at least within recent memory, uh it's at least one call per discussion of healthcare certainly on Saturday nights. It doesn't it doesn't sit that way with me, but that's fine. Well, I can definitely recall that young people, and it's specifically young people that uh, that call in, and we normally explain it away by saying that, well, see, you guys are young, so you don't really have to go and deal with serious health issues. You don't have to go to the hospital that often. You're not seeing specialists where you're waiting to get a surgery that you could perish uh, you could pass away while you're waiting to to uh, to get the surgery, or waiting to even see the doctor in the first place, as we've heard so many times from yep. other people, uh, from stories on the uh, on the web, and from people calling in, telling their stories about the nightmare that is the socialist medicine system. And so here you have what I think is probably the pinnacle example of. I mean, we can tell you scary story after scary story about socialized medicine and they don't all come from canada they come from around the world because there's socialized medicine all over the place but we can tell you a scary story after scary story but i don't think anything tells it quite as well as this politician who who left the country from where he comes to go get a special surgery in the united states and is admitting basically that yeah you can't get the best health care in canada <laughs> i mean he says it's his heart and he's going to make the best decision you would think that the politicians wanting to get reelected would be interested in pandering to, uh,
1: to- I can't believe that uh, that he allowed it to be found out. I mean, I'm surprised he yeah. didn't, you know, there wasn't some kind of service that he could somehow enter in under a different name or slide past the the reporters or whatever. Yeah, that's a good I,
0: I, point. Just, I I'm surprised at that part because it makes it real it makes it look real bad. Ah, he's 60 years old. That may have something to do with it. But you'd think they'd take care of the politicians better. I mean, in the uh, in uh, well, you know, Soviet think, Russia, the elites got the best food and young treatment. Young people and don't like
1: have that. heart problems, Ian. They're just yeah. not prepared for that. You can set bones pretty easily. You well, can-
0: what do these young people have to do with... Because those are the people that
1: they want to care more, care for yeah, more. But he's a
0: politician.
1: I understand, but you have to have the, you have to be able to provide that level
0: of care. You're you, saying they're just not used to giving the, those kinds of surgeries. That level, so of, like, they don't know. Like they, even they, if they, they wanted to help the politician, if, if they you were do a were.
1: stellar heart surgeon. Would you work in Canada? Canada yeah, that's a No, good point. That's a good I mean point. <laughs> this is this is right. the same problem that they had in the, the health system in, in prison. Did you get free health care in prison? Yes. Yeah. You just had to sit around and wait for it all day long. From and me. when you got it, they honestly didn't they care whether you lived not. or died. Right.
0: So he uh, says he he didn't I didn't sign away my right to get the best possible health care for myself when I entered politics. 60-year-old Williams said doctors detected a heart murmur last spring and told him that one of his heart valves wasn't closing properly, creating a leakage. He said he was told at the time that the problem was moderate and that he should come back for a checkup in six months. Eight months later, in December, his doctors told him the problem had become severe and urged him to get his valve repaired immediately or risk heart failure, he said. Do you think that uh, doctors in uh, the United States would have handled it the same way? Would it would it have been uh, sent him away? Yeah,
2: would I don't they have know. Sent him I could, I, I don't answer. know
0: either. But there's going to be one point about this case that will be undeniable that he was being treated differently in one country versus uh, in one system versus another. So his doctors in Canada presented him with two options because you got to get this you got to get this fixed. This is you need this done. You're gonna die. You could we have, can't lose our politicians. You could have either a full or partial sternotomy, both of which would have required breaking bones, yeah. he said. Seems pretty severe. He said he spoke with and provided his medical information to a leading cardiac surgeon in New Jersey, who's also from Newfoundland and Labrador. Oh, why would he leave? He advised him to seek treatment at the Mount Sinai Medical the, Center. Why would
3: the
1: the the, uh, the guy who's working as a cardiologist in New Jersey have left Newfoundland and Labrador?
0: <laughs> why would this politician even think to get a quote from outside of the, uh, the of Canada? I mean, doesn't he trust his doctors? He said he spoke with uh the, so he, so he spoke with this guy who was advised to seek treatment at the Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami. I don't think they have any mountains of any sort in Miami. I don't know. Mount anyway. Sinai sounds Jewish. It's not a. Ma- it's not based on a mountain? Mount Sinai? Um, yeah, Mount Sinai. Mountain. I think it's in Israel, isn't it? Right, yeah. In that general vicinity? Right. So it seems like a funny place to put anything named Mount down in Miami. Mm. There's no hills anywhere. Even. Anyway, that's where he was treated by Dr. Joseph Lamelas, a cardiac surgeon who has performed more than 8,000 open-heart surgeries. Williams said Lamelas made an incision under his arm that didn't require any bone breakage. Oh, my. That's the point that is the that is the the critical comparison that needs to be made here the doctors in canada were saying oh we're sorry we're just gonna have to break some bones in order to yeah. fix this problem here ooh, ooh, the only way we can do it is the you know 30 year old technology it's free uh, you're just gonna have to break your bones then it goes down in my to uh the experts <laughs> right. in miami and oh yeah no problem we'll just go right in under here and then uh, we don't have to break any bones so he's okay. So that politician is okay because he left Canada to get his healthcare treatment. 800 259 9231. Could there be a better example of the hypocrisy, number one of politicians, and a better example of the just the failure of socialized medicine? I think this is definitely one of the tops. You can bring up anything, tell your healthcare stories, or bring up whatever's on your mind.
4: Free Talk Live. Do you remember the old Libertarian Party back when it was centered around the non-aggression principle? The LP used to serve as an educational vehicle, turning the public on to liberty through the electoral process and bringing activists together to further their own understanding of the philosophy. It was also the main feeder organization for the larger movement. We want to bring that LP back. Join the Libertarian wing of the Libertarian Party and help restore the party of principle visit takebackdlp.info. That's takebackdlp.info.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. The features are totally free. We've got archives, so if you missed a moment of the show, just click and download right there from the front page of the site. Or click the podcast and go all the way back to January 1st of 2009. It's all free for you over at FreeTalkLive.com. You can also go to Archives.FreeTalkLive.com. That's FreeTalkLive.com. And FreeTalkLive is brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime up here in New Hampshire with hundreds of other like-minded individuals, people who believe in liberty. And not only do they believe in liberty, these are people that were willing to move across the country, in some cases around the world. We've got some people coming here, I think, uh, this year from Dubai. They're moving. I I think they're formerly from the United States, but they're moving back. Some people coming over from Germany. Uh, We had a guy visiting recently from, I think, Finland. uh, So it's this guy moved from France. Yeah, really? Yeah. This is a worldwide movement. And right now, the Free State Project is currently at 9,946 participants. That means that over 9,900 people have signed on to make the move to New Hampshire 796 have actually uh, are actually in New, New Hampshire and we want to reach 20,000. So we've got a little ways to go. We're almost to the halfway point. 9946, meaning we need just over 50 people to sign up to reach that 10,000 mark. So if you want to be one of the first 10,000 signers for the Free State Project, head on over to freestateproject.org. Learn more about the Liberty Forum. It's coming up next month, the 18th through the 21st. Great opportunity to get together with a whole bunch of the activists that you hear calling this show and us talking, uh, talking about them on this program. Uh, the the doers, they are here. They're going to be at the Liberty Forum next month. Go get all the details at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum and use our discount code FTL to save 10%. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. As we continue here... There's more to the story about this Canadian, he's a premier, I guess I didn't say what his political title was, Canadian uh, Newf- Newfoundland and Labrador premier Danny Williams has traveled down to Miami's Mount Sinai Medical Center in order to get a special heart surgery from the leading cardi- from a leading cardiac surgeon who's done over 8,000 uh, 8, surgeries, open heart surgeries. And what happened was up in Canada, he was told first by the doctors that, oh, it's moderate. You've got a moderate heart murmur. Uh, just, you know, head on home. No problem. He came back eight months later and they said it's severe at this point. You need to have it operated on. They Bad told news, him, you're going to die. They told him you, we can do it two ways. In both ways, we'll have to break some of your bones in order to get in there and, and work on you. So he decided that. Uh, I'll take a second opinion. He, apparently he did. Uh, he went down, uh, went down to Miami and they said, yeah, we can do it. And they did it. Uh, they did it without breaking any bones. So what happened was uh, the incision was made under his arm, and that is why it didn't require bone breakage. So these expert doctors they have in Canada just don't know what the hell they're doing compared to uh, the experienced guy that this this man went to, and obviously uh, he paid for right because well Canadian well, healthcare is not going to cover him down there.
1: I think that there's two factors at work here, and one of them is uh, market based, and the other one is sort of sociologically based. Um, and and first from the market-based standpoint, the government isn't as motivated to be able to save people who are over the age of uh, working age that can pay taxes. But
0: they are with with old people. I mean, with not well, not with old people, but with uh, the politicians, politicians. But they to need publish.
1: to have the skills in order to do yeah. that to be able to save the politicians. So they would need to be able to work work on a bunch of people, and, right. and they just Which don't they have don't.
0: that, don't do that.
1: Um, as much. So they're they're I think they lag in that area. Plus, government doesn't work very well in general.
0: They just don't and, have the experience, is what you're
1: saying. But I find it difficult to imagine that. Uh, you know that, that that they're that they're quite as uh, methodical as that. That they're saying, well, we're just not going to save old people. I, I just can't ma- imagine that they Seems do cold. that. Seems cold. Yeah, and I think the other sociological aspect of it is many, many, many of people from can- of uh, can- Canadian citizens move to places like. Florida, mm-hmm. Arizona and across the United States because it's warm there and they've you know, they've they've done their life working and in yeah. order to move you can move to the United States pretty easily at least six months out of the year. You can move for you know, half of the year. Keep your Canadian status and, and the, the, the whatever health care you're going to get in Canada mm-hmm. and then you can live in the United States the other half of the year and you if you don't work, it's no big deal.
0: Yeah. And this guy is obviously just loves his country. That's why he's living in Sarasota, Florida this time of year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's how it happens.
0: I mean, you, can you imagine the premier of Canada is, is in his condo in Sarasota? Isn't it just pathetic? I mean, he, he's not even trying. to he, I just feel like politicians would pander a little bit more. This guy doesn't even care. They just don't care. <laughs> well, what I don't do I know. I know about when you say he lives
1: in Florida, he probably, uh, you know, he probably has a condo in Florida that he, he snowbirds down there. I don't know that he snowbirds the whole a, a time. What condo if he goes in three Sarasota? weeks? Because he's rich. He's, that's why he has a
0: condo. So, there's more, though. Like, just, just wait. He's sucked has more off to s- of the,
1: uh, the, 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 the public teat for so long. Danny
0: Premier, Premier, Danny Williams, still has a few things to say for himself that I think need to be shared. But let's go first to Tim in Canada. Tim, you are on Free Talk Live at the Mark.
5: Hey, how's it going, guys? It's on your mind, Tim. Well, I've been listening to your banter about uh, socialist health care and whatever his name is, Danny Williams, yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh... It's I, a point th- of information
0: before you go on. Is Premier like a governor?
5: <sighs> well, it's kind of the equivalent. Yeah, there's 12 provinces here mm-hmm. in Canada, and, yeah, he's basically, you know, kind of the top gun, kind of like a governor. But, Got uh... It. You know, not quite as powerful as a governor, maybe. Okay. I don't know what's really how, how powerful a governor is either, but... But anyway, um... He's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And, uh... In... The United States, you have more than ten times the population of Canada, even though we have a larger uh, area of land. But uh, and well, he's a very rich man, and he has a house in this in Florida. And as you were saying about that type of thing, there are thousands of older uh, people that go to warm places on vacation like Florida and Arizona and stuff like that, because there's less humidity there. And you can buy a place what? in Florida.
0: Maybe in Arizona, but not in Florida. That's yeah, that's funny. Well, yeah, air in Florida. no,
5: Arizona. But the the point is is that it's way warmer uh, than yeah, Canada sure. in winter, and also you can buy a place in Florida or Arizona for, like, $30,000, whereas if you're living you in know, the a woods, typical not, house. In,
1: not in Sarasota, Florida. No, you, maybe not
5: in Sarasota. Tech, well, tech is zero on, He doesn't, but, but I'm saying you can, tech, like, <laughs> Tech you a zero a on that,
1: and then you're living
0: on the bottom floor, and you don't have a view of anything. A shit
5: place.
1: Maybe, oh, we've got whoa, to let you later. go, board up.
0: Please buddy. dump that. Yeah. Uh, I I don't have my panel up. Uh, boy, I'm 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 slacking here. Okay, I hope okay. board up. Got to that. Thank well, you. Well, anyway, th- uh, we we've banter, got to let you go. Banter, I'm sorry about, sorry about that. that.
5: that. Thank you. Your banter about the Fox News. Okay,
0: we've got to let you go. Thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. I uh, it's <laughs> the rules of the rules. I'm hoping the the board up got that. I have no idea if he did. My bad. Eight hundred. Sorry, affiliates. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL C A I toll free line. Uh, so I don't know what point he was going to get to, but unf- I don't know if you can say that on the radio in Canada. Uh, but you, you can't do it here. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, it sounded like he was he going to. You think he was going to defend the uh, Canadian system? It, it sounded like that way, but I couldn't around, say for sure. Beating around the bush toward that. Uh, all right. Yeah, and I don't think the board up hit that. Oh, it's my but it's my fault. It's not it's not his responsibility. Okay, well, we move on. Uh, 800-259-9231. We'll get to what uh, Danny Williams has to say here for himself, because he's got uh, he's got some excuses. He's got a few things to say about why he went down to the United States to have his uh, open-heart surgery done. We'll explain. 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line, and this is Free Talk Live.
6: For the grand prize, why was marijuana made illegal? Uh, cause it's a gateway drug. Cause there's no medical value.
7: Cause it corrupts the youth. Uh, cause drugs are bad, okay? Cause it kills your brain cells. Uh, cause it makes you dumb. Cause it makes you lazy. Uh, cause it'll make boys grow boobs. Uh, cause it threatens industry and Americans are a bunch of sheep.
8: MarijuanaMuscle.com
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Seykels CAI toll-free line. And we'll let you go on as long as you don't put our station's licenses in jeopardy. Unfortunately, we have to be sticklers on that. Sorry about that. 1-800-259-9231. That is the Seykels CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features there, and it's all completely free, including uh, different ways for you to get plugged into the show, be clued in to what's happening with Free Talk Live. Uh, You can go and get on our updates list for email updates. You can go and uh, follow our Twitter account. You can become a fan of our Facebook page, and you can find all of those options over at news.freetalklive.com. Though right now, Mark... There's an extra special reason to get on specifically the updates list to get our emails. What is that reason? Well, we're
1: giving away um,
0: a, a, we're giving away a sword and two
1: lightsabers. These aren't real lightsabers, kids. These are very special collector's uh, you know toy things.
0: But they're real in that they toys. light up. Yes,
1: they they're as real as a lightsaber gets, I suppose. They light
0: up just like a lightsaber too, yeah. with the right. and the. They actually have sound effects, yeah, and with kind of how the light c- comes from the base and goes out toward the tip, yeah. it does that. Too. But but those are the second prizes.
1: the re- the The first prize is a like a a real replica sword from uh the the folks at Reclaiming
0: the Blade. It sure is. You brought yeah. it in here tonight.
1: Swordmovie.com. Yep. Then we're gonna actually talk about it on the uh, the the podcast
0: uh, here okay. shortly. So okay. So uh so if you want to have a chance to win either the lightsaber. Or was it two lightsabers or just one? Two lightsabers. Two lightsabers, one real replica replica sword. If you want to have the chance to win those, uh, you'll need to be on the updates list specifically. So you can go directly there by going to updates.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. It's free, of course. Updates.freetalklive.com.
1: HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Whether it's for a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, they help you to create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. You can use the code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live. And sign up at HostGator.com today to receive your first month completely free. You don't use the code FTL, you don't get the first month free at HostGator.com.
0: All right. So we started out the show talking about a story from the Canadian press involving Danny Williams, who is one of the government people there. He's the premier of Newfoundland and Labrador. And he decided he didn't want to have his heart surgery done in Canada, even though it's free and he's a politician, so he'd have gotten extra special treatment. uh, He didn't want that. He wanted to go down to the United States and get it done down there. And he says it was my heart, my choice, and my health. I didn't sign away my right to get the best possible health care for myself when I entered politics, which is just a stark admission uh, right there that Canada just doesn't have the best possible health care. Which is completely different from what a lot of the people in Canada say. Because they teach you in the Canadian schools, at least this is what we've heard from people in Canada, they teach you that the Canadian system is the best in the world. That's that's prop, official propaganda. Apparently this guy didn't buy into it, and he's one of the politicians. But he's got more to say for himself from his plush condominium in Sarasota, Florida. You don't know if it's plush. Oh, come on. He's, he's rich, though. Yeah, you, you don't have, they a certainly have
1: plenty of condomin- plush condominiums yeah. in Sarasota, Florida, yeah. overlooking lots of beautiful uh, water uh,
0: and the most beautiful beaches in the world. So he says, I wanted to get in, get out fast, get back to work in a short period of time. What's that mean when he says that? Does that mean you can't get in, get out fast, and get back to work in a short period Not of time your when you're in broken, Canada? No. When you're in Canada? But I mean also you can't get in and get out quickly necessarily either. A lot of times there are waiting lists. In fact, he, he admits that. Williams said he didn't announce his departure south of the border because he didn't want to create a media gong show, but added that criticism would have followed him had he chose to have surgery in Canada. He said, I would have been criticized if I'd stayed in Canada and had been perceived as jumping a line or a wait list. I accept that. That's public life. <laughs> so you had to jump a line in Canada? No, you could just die like you the rest of the Canadians wait. with heart heart condition. You could pretend, Mr. Premier, like you're like the rest of the little folk in Canada and you could sit you could make a point of sitting in line for 6 to 8 months or however the hell long it would end up being after <laughs> cuz first you have to you have to go to the general practitioner, get an appointment to see a, uh, a specialist. That appointment could take months. For you to just go see the specialist, then the specialist has to look at you and say what's wrong. Presuming he makes the right determination, uh, then you have to schedule the surgery if that's what's not, if that's what is uh, called for, which again could be months down the road or whatever treatment could be months down the road. So if he really wanted to be a good politician and pander to his uh, to his core audience, then he should have just stuck it out there in Canada. He should have number one taken the Canadian uh, surgery, should have number two sat in the waiting uh, sat in the waiting lines just like every other 60 year old Canadian would have to wait, and then showed himself for a real patriot. But he's just a cowardly politician. I don't blame him for doing what he did. I mean, he wants to right, save his own life.
1: Yeah, self-preservation.
0: Hey, he goes on though. He's got more. This is not a unique phenomenon to me. This is something that happens with lots of families throughout this country. So I make no apologies for that. I don't think he should may have to make an apology
1: for for going down and. If getting he the, supports
0: the system in health in in Canada, he absolutely should be apologizing. Because if he is publicly in support, like if he was a politician that was a- actively against the Canadian healthcare system, I'd give him a pass. Because then at least he was he he was you know coming out publicly and saying this Canadian system is terrible. Uh, I experienced so many better things down in uh, in in the United States. I've you know this is I've always been against the Canadian system. And if it was true that he was always against the Canadian uh, socialized health care system, I, I wouldn't be telling this. story. Good enough then. Yeah. I wouldn't be telling this story. But well, you don't know. He said oh. Oh, I do. Okay. He said his decision to go to the United States didn't reflect any lack of faith in his own province's health care system. I have the utmost confidence in our own health care system in Newfoundland good and enough Labrador. For to you people. <laughs> but we are just over half a million people, he said. We do whatever we can to provide the best possible health care that we can in Newfoundland and Labrador. The Canadian healthcare system has a great reputation, but this is a very specialized piece of surgery that had to be done. And I went to somebody who's doing this three or four times a day, five, six days a week. He quipped that he had a heart of a 40 year old. So that gives me 20 years new life. And said he intends to run in the next provincial election in 2011. <laughs> I'm probably going to be around for a long time, hopefully, if God willing. God forbid the Canadian public, I won't be around longer than ever. What the hell does that mean? God forbid for the Canadian public, I won't be around longer than ever. Huh? Am I dense? I, I feel a little dense on that one.
1: Uh, that doesn't. Uh, uh, maybe it's colloquial. I will use not be language.
0: around longer than ever. Meaning he won't live forever? Huh. Help me out with that one, Canadians. 800 259 9231, or maybe it's just basic English comprehension that I'm not understanding. Williams also, anyway, I, just, I just went to government school. Williams also said he paid for the treatment, but added he would seek any refunds he'd be eligible for in Canada. If I'm entitled to any reimbursement from any Canadian healthcare system or any provincial healthcare system, then obviously I will apply for that as anybody else would. But I wrote out the check myself and paid for it myself, and to this point, I haven't even looked into the possibility of any reimbursement. I don't know what I'm entitled to, if anything, and if it's nothing, then so be it. He's expected to be back at work he's in early March. He's entitled to money for well, he doesn't know. dodging
1: his country's system and, well, he doesn't um, know, know. and not jumping the line. But he said he would he would apply for it. He's yes, talking right. about whether or not he's entitled to this money. Yeah.
0: Well, they might be. There's a chance that he might be. He doesn't know. It's not like he knows the laws, right? He's just the Premier of Canada. (laughs) How the hell would he know? How would anybody know? know? So, I mean, if it wasn't good enough in the first segment of the show, with his commentary, it's just the icing on the cake. He has the utmost confidence in their health care system. Really? You actions speak louder than words, my friend. That's all I have to say about that. 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Oh, but I will add this that if you don't want uh, terrible health care in this country, you probably shouldn't allow the government to take control of it completely. I mean, it's bad enough as it is. It is not great. No, we wouldn't claim that. We're only comparing cancers here. The Canadian cancer of its healthcare system is worse. Nearly 100% of their health care is provided by the government. Yeah. Ours, about
1: 50% of the health care is paid for by the government. That's right. So when you go to a single-payer
0: system, which would be the government, then you're going to get
1: that much worse of a healthcare
0: care system. Uh, okay, uh, one of my producers is translating what he said that I was confused about here. His statement was, God forbid for the Canadian public, I won't be around longer than ever. I'm being told that means, God forbid, he would die and deprive the Canadian public of his good ideas.
1: That's what I was thinking that he must be saying as a politician. (laughs) I'm so great. I thought he could be self-effacing and and perhaps be saying something, you know, know, otherwise. But
0: this guy is despicable. All right. More coming up. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. He'll probably get reelected.
5: This program is brought to you by freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you are welcome to bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, Signal Cai, toll-free line. 1 800 259 9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark, join us online at freetalklive.com where we give you the features for free. Enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You like the show. You want to help support Freetalk Live. You enjoy the fact that we give you all the features on the site. For free, well, you can pony up three bucks a month become a Free Talk Live amplifier. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up. Get perks, too, like access to the Amp Only call-in lines, chat room, forum, more, uh, all over there at amp.freetalklive.com. The Amp Only podcast is also available to you. We go to Gene the Christian Anarchist. You're on Free Talk Live in Tennessee. Hello,
9: Jean. Hi, guys. I wanted to uh, uh, maybe brag a little bit to the Canadians up there. I really don't know for sure what their health care system is like, uh, only what I've heard. But I would like to tell them what ours is like. Okay. Um, my wife, of course, is a uh, general practice uh, internal medicine doctor, and I'm the administrator of our practice, so I know a little bit about health care down here. Got it. And uh, when we... When you come in to see us at our office, uh, on a real busy day, you might have to wait an hour to get in. On a normal day, probably about 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and we take walk-ins. So that means that if you just come at the door and come through the door, and you've never seen us before, even if you're a new patient uh we can generally see you that day. You might have to wait a little bit longer because you didn't have an appointment. Sure. But by golly, we'll see you, we'll see you that day. And uh, I don't know what it's like up there in Canada, but uh, if you see my wife and she says, well, you know, you need to go see a heart specialist, we will, on your way out the door, you will get an appointment at a heart specialist that we recommend. Now, wait a, a second, Gene. Um... Generally,
1: Gene, uh, before you go on, now this this walk-in situation is this you walking in with uh, you know a hangnail or is this you walking in with an ambu- ampu you know your your arm hanging off? I, I, is this uh, an emergency well, now, situation?
9: Yeah. No, we do not have a uh, uh, urgent care clinic. We are strictly a doctor's office. So if you come in and see us and you have a heart problem, a heart palpitation, something that. Uh, that sounds serious to my wife, she will get you either immediately to the hospital. She'll call an ambulance and they'll come right to our office and pick you up. Or she, if she thinks it's not that bad, but you need to see somebody on your way out the door, you'll get an appointment at a heart specialist. And if it's early in the day, we might be able to get you in that day. If not within a day or two, you'll, hmm. you'll be seeing your heart specialist.
0: So it's not a three-month wait then?
9: No, no. and... Uh, I have to admit our office is an exceptional office. You do not normally get this kind of service from a doctor's office, but that's why people are knocking down our door to to see my wife Mm -hmm. and some other doctor's offices are hurting for patients because we're all about service and uh, we bend over backwards to make sure that the patient gets the care that
2: they need.
0: Then there may be instances of... You know, there may be instances in the Canadian Canadian system where the patients there could make a similar claim, like, well, I felt like the doctors were bending over backwards for me. I'm sure there are people that care within that system, that try to do the best they can within an essentially broken, uh, terrible system, uh, but generally they just don't have the same incentives that you and your wife do.
9: Now, I will tell you that our system, as far as the socialized part, which is the Medicare and the Medicaid is definitely becoming more and more broken every year because the uh, the uh, reimbursement amounts are dropping each year. Um, they, Medicare and Medicaid are finding more and more reasons not to pay for conditions that they used to pay for. Mm. So as these, system- these socialized systems become more and more burdened, we are getting less and less reimbursement, and that's going to eventually result in People not accepting them. We've already cut back on the number of Medicare and Medicaid patients that we see. So mm-hmm. uh, we're getting more and more private insurance because of it. Because uh, where we used to have, where we used to accept more Medicare, we would uh, get less reimbursement. And now that we're not accepting as many Medicare, the um, the private insurance. Is actually picking up in percentage to the Medicare.
0: Will, will you tell me and for a moment, Gene? Will you tell me for a moment about what does does your wife participate in any of the uh, you know, free clinic for a for a day kind of thing for for poor people that just you know that can't afford necessarily to to pay for a doctor out of pocket that don't necessarily have Medicare or anything like that? Is she do any of that?
9: We don't do that uh, specifically, but we do always uh, try to make. Um, you know, arrangements for people that can, that are having difficulty paying. And we've got some people that owe us quite a bit of money and they, you know, pay us $10, $20 a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll probably never pay their bill off, but we do make uh, arrangements like that. Because a lot of and times... we don't the- have to. I mean, nobody's right. forcing us to right. do that.
0: A lot of times, the critique of the American system is that, well, there's so many people that are uninsured, as that means, as though that means that they can't get help. Uh, and and there, we've had so many examples. Uh, there was a, a one doctor that has like a free day that's just open clinic day where anybody can come in and and you know be diagnosed and be seen and and get treated uh, for nothing. And he just gets, gets together with other doctors in the area and does that. Of course, hospitals have charity wings, and uh, and in a, in a lot of cases. The people that are working in the medical business are are willing to accept $20 a month.
9: We do see some patients who don't have insurance, um, and that really kind of opens us up because if my wife sees a patient who doesn't have insurance and we just go with the cash payment, which I don't mind the cash payment part and not having insurance, but what I don't like is because she has um, privileges at the hospital, If this person then goes to the hospital, she has to go in and admit them. So, and she has to see them in the hospital because she's previously seen them as her patient. Uh, That leaves us open for big hospital bills that aren't going to ever get paid. But we still kind of, you know, we we do write off a lot of those hospital bills. And the other problem with having to see people in the hospital is that you're opening yourself up for all kinds of lawsuits Hmm. because.
0: if why does someone having to, to pay cash – I don't understand why someone having to pay cash would mean that she would have to continue on as, as that same – why does, why does cash factor in there as That's making just, it so she has to follow them around?
9: It's just a, an agreement with the hospital where you have privileges that if your patient comes in the door, you're supposed to watch – you're supposed to take care of them.
0: But it's not her patient so this if – But wait a minute. It's not her patient if they're
3: insured?
9: Oh yeah, she has to see the, her patients if they're insured too. all of her patients that oh, okay. come into the hospital, she has to she has to follow them. Okay, the I thought there was a differentiation between being
0: insured or not. Okay, go ahead. I, he's going to get paid with insurance. Well, the
9: differentiation between yeah, the differentiation is being paid because uh, if I they see. have insurance, of course, you're going to you're going to get paid for the hospital visit. But if they don't, you're winding up with the possibility of having you know several thousand dollars of bills that aren't going to get paid
3: ever. Mm. Got it.
0: Anything else and you that, want to share? That Jean? does tend to happen. Very good, sir. Um,
9: that's about it. I just wanted to let the Canadians know what health care is like down here.
0: Okay. Thanks for the info. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line to Scott in Massachusetts. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Yes. Uh, good evening, uh, Ian and Mark. How are What's you? What's
0: on your mind, Scott?
6: Uh, I'd like to discuss uh, Joseph Stack, who uh, uh, I do not, do not condone that he uh, smashed deliberately smashed a small plane into... An IRS building in Austin, Texas, but I'm going to tell you something. I certainly understand the sentiment where it came from. And the IRS is just another component of our government that's squeezing the people. You work all your life. Uh, what I read of Mr. Stack in the paper, uh, he, uh, people call him paranoid. That's too easy uh, to throw a term like that. Uh, disgruntled, yes, and he had every right to be disgruntled. You know, the IRS takes our money. That, that's the wrong word, it steals our money. Forces us to pay taxes. Let me be honest with you. I don't make a lot of money, but the money—if I—if I could not pay the IRS a dime, spit in their face, and not worry about having law enforcement knock on my door and haul me into a prison cell—I wouldn't pay them a, a dime, a dime. But I'm—it's our fear of prison. And you've discussed it in other programs. People are afraid of—it's not that they're virtuous or they're—they're they're, they're honorable. They're fear of being thrown into jail and that's our government and you know people would say well if you don't pay taxes everything goes goes down the drain our country it's never enough it's an insatiable pig no matter if you gave this government 50 trillion dollars it wouldn't be enough money. that's
1: true for any country that's true for any government there's yeah, no there's no true. government that has ever received enough money in taxes you
6: it's know never what? enough it's it would be different, different those the u.s government goes I hate the IRF.
0: If enough people just stopped paying, they wouldn't be able to put everybody in jail. You realize that, right? So somebody government. has to be first. I'll be first. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. I think the people that aren't paying taxes and the people that would like to not pay taxes should get together. Come here to New Hampshire. All be in the same place. I think that helps. More coming up. Hour two's on the way. Uh, Nick will be joining us in, in a moment. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL-CAI toll-free line as we launch you into the second hour of the program. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Nick joining us from freemindsmedia.org. You can go on over to freemindsmedia.org and get Freeminds TV, Freeminds Radio, and hopefully blog posts. Have those started up yet?
7: I put up a blog post saying that the blog was back up, but I haven't actually... actually... It counts. Yes. (laughs)
0: Great news. All right. So freemindsmedia.org, more great liberty-oriented audio and video content free for you. As we continue here, oh, speaking of extra shows and stuff like that, uh, the Liberty Radio Network announced uh, a new show today. Of course, Freeminds Radio has been on the R- Liberty Radio Network since the very beginning. But over time, we've slowly been adding uh, different and new programs to the lineup. And uh, the brand new Liberty Shock is now on the Liberty Radio Network at com. All right. So, yeah, it's a couple of guys from uh, out in California, and they got, they've got they got some good uh, rapport with one another, and I, I was entertained by listening. So, enjoy. Yeah, well, you might as well, if you find somebody to talk to about liberty in California, you better, you better do that as much as you can. Yeah, and the other guy, I guess, comes from more of a kind of a lefty perspective, so mm. gets, it's, it's yeah, I think it makes for some interesting conversation. Cool. All right. We continue here uh, with your phone calls about whatever's on your mind if you make them, 800-259-9231. Meantime, we got stuff to share, including a story from Carlos Miller at carlosmiller.com. It's one of the premier blogs on the Internet. Isn't this a, Photography is Not a Crime? Correct. Uh, photography is not a, cli- a crime, though a crime. Uh, in some cases he's just covering just bad cops. Like it's his, The purpose of his blog has expanded to just generally cover the depredations and violence of the police state. Carlos writes, the latest contempt of cop arrest story uh, that is sweeping the nation not only proves that some officers are power-drunk a-holes, as if that needed to be affirmed, it highlights the ineptness and the ineffectiveness of the internal affairs investigations. The cop in question is Atlanta police officer Brandy Dolson, who has had 18 complaints filed against him, man named Brandy, Since 2001, with only three of them sustained.
1: Are you suggesting that a man with a woman's name is going to have a bit of a chip chip on his
0: shoulder? I I wasn't making that suggestion. I was just observing. But that's an interesting point, Mark. I agree. Another three are still pending, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. One of those pending complaints stems from an incident where he arrested a 61-year-old woman last March for asking why. After he ordered her to move from the sidewalk, she was standing on with three other women.
1: They were standing there just so you know, discussing a funeral from a you know a friend. So I mean, they're you're they're, correct. Yeah, it's not like these these ladies are protesting or anything right. like that. They're just you know standing there.
0: Right. They were discussing funeral plans for a deceased for a friend when Dolson, Officer Dolson, told them to move it. Because <laughs> you know he's there to protect and serve. Minnie Carey ended up spending nine hours in jail for having the audacity to question Dolson's orders. Her charge? Disorderly conduct. Of course, of course. it was aka contempt of cop says uh, carlos adding insult to injury her case got prolonged by the ineptness of the court system carrie a diabetic had gone without food until she got home hours later she said the handcuffs had caused her hands to swell she had three court dates the first time her case was not heard because there was no prosecutor and the second and third times it was not heard because dolson was not in court the cop so isn't it nice like if they don't show up to the trial. They can just keep rescheduling it all they want. Yep. They'll Just keep rescheduling it. If you don't it. show
1: up, you're going to jail. You're
0: getting a failure to appear charge, and then and, you'll sit yeah. in
1: jail until they decide to have their next court date. That's right. At, nice. I mean, that, that's that's how they run this. This is the customer service that you are provided, uh, you know, with by the
0: government. Right. All this for standing on a sidewalk. So she had to she had to go to court three times. Three times failed. So fourth, the fourth time she was actually able to uh, to go to, go to trial. Although the Atlanta Citizen Review Board determined that Dolson violated departmental policies, the department's internal affairs division has yet to make a determination. <laughs> they couldn't How come up with that? that. But perhaps fate is finally catching up to Dolson. A departmental spokes told the Journal-Constitution that he is suspended without pay for an unrelated incident, which on its own is a fairly rare thing to see happen, to see a, yeah, a police I mean, officer
7: be suspended without
0: pay. Normally,
7: it's suspension with pay. It's one of the harsher punishments that you tend to see doled out if anything is actually done. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's far more rare for a police officer to actually be terminated and eliminated Correct. from the force. But that's about as harsh as it usually gets when they have one, an incident like this where they, where they overstep.
0: Right. It's rare, first off, for internal affairs to actually determine the officer did anything wrong. That that on its well, own. In
1: like, this case, they have a citizen review board that was just recently reenacted because of the shooting of the of old the 90 lady and plus year old right, woman. the old lady in Atlanta. I don't know if it, uh, yeah. people know about this, but basically, they you know they Drug they had raid. some kind of uh, snitches that that j- just informed on somebody else in order to uh, throw the heat off of himself or whatever. And, um, you know, they went in and shot this lady <laughs> and they so they reinstituted their citizen review board, which I'm not going to say is the most effective, what I think to be the most effective uh, means Clearly of providing uh, security to the, the the public. But I think that it's slightly better than but the look, internal it does investigations. Nothing.
3: Yeah. It
0: does nothing. I mean, the citizen review board came back with a determination that this officer was out of line. And so I imagine that the internal affairs division just simply says, OK, we'll take that under advisement. That's all. They I, don't have to move on that. They don't have to like do anything. It sounds like in this case, the, it
1: sounds like this guy's already under suspension and this comes up. This guy's in trouble, okay? Uh, it, the The most egregious ones tend to get it. But the problem is what we should be doing and what every business general, the businesses that run well, they take the bottom 5% of the employees, the worst act, actors, the ones that are the, the worst at their jobs, and they cut them. you, when when you promote them. Right. When you have the <laughs> government, they don't do that. No. they don't get rid of their bottom five percent. And, and those people tend to, well, like, you know, hang the around. Other the other problem
7: here is that the kind of misconduct that we're talking about in this case. I uh, I think when you have police officers arresting people because they can when they don't have a legitimate That's a real reason, problem. they've committed a, a crime, in my opinion. Kidnapping. Agreed. So not only should they be fired, but they should also be charged. And they, they just pay they simply aren't. I mean, even in cases where they kill somebody and it's pretty clear they didn't have a justification that would hold up for you or I. They're yep. not suspension. They, right. Or they get fired. Big deal. Rare. They lose their job and they don't go to jail if they kill somebody. Right.
0: Yeah. It's a sweet deal to be a cop. <laughs> so first, it's rare enough that the internal affairs people actually find make the finding that some that a police officer actually did something wrong. That on its own is rare enough. We see that, you know, one out of ten times or less. Then, if internal affairs finds out that or believes that a, an officer did something wrong, you add on to that the extra rarity factor of any significant level of punishment being involved. As Nick pointed out, you're, you'll never see restitution paid to the to the victims from the officer sometimes the departments will, will get sued and the and the taxpayers will have to pony up you'll and never it, see the it's officer a very responsible.
7: it's a very rare and newsworthy story if a police officer is actually charged for criminal misconduct yeah
0: it's also rare if they it's are rare if they get fired. fired it's rare if they're fired
7: suspended with pay is most common most which common is a paid vacation
0: that's correct and so that's basically, you can break things and hurt people and get paid vacations as a as a police officer to some extent that's their job is to break things and hurt
1: people so i mean it's a, no i don't think that's no, their job. That
7: you could make the argument that a a military unit's job is to kill people. But supposedly the police are there to maintain the peace and to keep people from right. killing each other.
0: Right. Ostensibly they are. It's become
7: uh, a military occupation in the United States. That is a true statement.
0: The, the police are more militarized now than they've ever yeah. been, I, and they're be, becoming more
7: militarized as we speak. And I think you can certainly make that case more strongly with certain law enforcement units, especially the federal ones like the DEA. Or the ATF, they are much more heavily militarized than your typical small town police force. But even small town police forces, like the one we have here in Keene, they have SWAT teams. Yes, they do. They have snipers, so they are they are fairly militarized at this point.
0: In fact, many police officers are former military. They are easily recruited into the police yeah, and, after they and, get out of the military. And
7: and, and-, and-
1: you know they, I think that that I think that's a real problem is the idea that somehow. Um, you know,
0: that they're trained to that, take orders.
1: Yeah, right. That soldiers would would make good cops. You know, it's not the same thing. No. it's not even close to the same thing. They,
0: they would make good good obedient law enforcement officers, doing as they're told. But that's not the kind of person that I want. I want a peace officer. I want a, wow. an officer who's focusing on restoring the peace and and helping uh, make victims whole and not aggressing it's against not, it's peaceful people. It's not simply people. a matter
7: of taking orders either. I mean, it's a matter of the the. The police are supposed to de-escalate situations and prevent violence. In a military unit, you're supposed to escalate situations and kill as many people as possible. To that end, uh, one of my favorite cops, uh, being one of the police
0: lieutenants up here, Shane Maxfield, is one of the more level-headed, honest guys that will talk to you about anything. And a veteran, I believe. And he is a a Marine veteran uh, and a sniper on top of all that. There's more coming up here. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free Life. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Nick and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And those features include the bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about there. Serious issues, fun stuff. Silly nonsense, you'll find it all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com.
1: And take the StartPage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use StartPage.com instead of your big brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. And start the seven day challenge today at startpage.com. All right, 800
0: 259 9231. We continue here with your phone calls. Coming up, a woman has been fired for speaking the wrong language. And we will uh, answer from a government job. We'll explain that here in a moment. First, we go to Dino in Japan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dino. Hey, Ian. What's on your mind tonight?
10: Good evening. Hello, Mark and Nick. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I don't mean to change the subject too no, much that's of what right. you guys it's were free talking talk about. Live.
0: You can do that anytime.
10: Okay. Anyway, um, you know, we had, you and I had talked about GMO foods, and you were saying that you thought it was pretty safe and it's okay if everyone eat it. I, I just wanted to bring it up one more time, if I could, that sure. we could sure. possibly be experiencing the effects of GMO food on the public right now. Meaning what? You know, yeah. While they're eating it. And it could possibly be why the thinking processes are the way they are. In effect, as well, with the public education system, you know, you could add that as a mix if you'd like to spice it up. But definitely the people and the children and the, the, the generations uh, even behind us or in front of us, they, they just can't seem to get the thinking processes to the point where they can rise up against their, their government
0: so you're you're suggesting that you believe that it's the genetically modified foods that are uh, are contributing to this
10: I say there's a contribution because, like you said, you know there's no study been done, and of course they have studies when uh, or they had no studies when they was suggesting cigarettes
7: were good. Well more study has been done in the United States, but the europeans are a lot they've done a lot more studies in assessing the impact of. GMOs, and the Europeans are, tend to be more gun shy. Both the consumers That's and right. the government tend to be more gun shy sure. about consuming those products or allowing people to consume those products. But I haven't seen anything that really has convinced me that there necessarily is an impact on people's thought processes. I could, I could definitely see how it would have some impact on your health if there were certain genes in some of the genetically modified food. But I, I don't know that it's also, causing people to think. Also, one different. of the
1: things that I would think about is this: is, I've I've heard all along, and I believe this to be true, is that kids are developing sooner because of the hormones in the meat.
7: Um,
1: I, I believe that's true. And uh, yeah, I I believe that one too. Um, and it would seem to me that those hormones, likely that they would use in order to make make meat bigger, would probably be testosterone. And I would think that testosterone would make you more aggressive, not less aggressive.
10: Well, I think that uh, you know you've, you're seeing a lot of increase of fruit. Uh, fruit lactose or something like that, that high corn syrup. Oh
3: High, high fru- fruit coasters, corn, corn syrup. syrup.
10: Yeah, and they're saying that this may be a contributing factor to the obesity. Now, that's different oh, for the that. bodies, but when it comes to, you know, the brain and thinking processes, it's hard to believe that none of that will affect the brain as well.
7: Well, I'm not sure about, I mean, as far as the genetically modified foods go, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I'd be more i 'd be more convinced of what Mark is saying if you 're looking at dairy products or meat there certainly are a lot of hormones used on those animals and right. some of those are left in the finished product whether it 's meat or dairy and I think that does have an impact on people so I, I, I could see how certain genetically modified foods if those food fru- fru- whatever they were vegetables fruits animals if they were producing certain hormones or certain chemicals, I could see how it could have an impact on people's brain function but i'd be more convinced that if that kind of thing is going on it'd be more likely to be coming from say hormones used in meat than from modified grain sounds like an awful lot of speculation here a lot of that
0: by people that don't really know what they're what they're talking about
3: that's what well, i mean.
10: Well, I don't. I don't agree with you, Ian. I think that there is studies that, like he said, there are being done, and these are the ones that. I mean, I didn't bring it up, but he did. And I mean, you could check those and look into those. There's a reason why a lot of European nations are rejecting. Uh, why would GMOs. they do that?
0: Don't they want to control people too?
10: Um, I, I think you know, there's governments that do, but the people are pretty much more aware. Hmm. It's the people that are saying they don't want it. And they're wanting labels on it. And, don't you think you know, that's just because people America, are afraid but, of change, you, know, you remember the, the commercials of the doctors that were advertising cigarettes being smoked? I yeah. mean, I've seen those on YouTube. Some people say they, they're, they're good for you. Of course, you they something. push everything that I mean, advertise fluoride in your water and your toothpaste. You know, when I was growing up. Don't, no, don't you I think mean, that people been, are
0: just afraid of change, though? Don't you think that's where most of this is coming from? I mean, if if somebody's afraid of having a genetically modified piece of fruit, it's because they're frightened of uh, the idea that uh, there are all these possibilities of what could no, be no, done. No.
10: But I, There I are those pos- th- there's possibilities. I think to exist. that you can <laughs> see through present day that there's a lot of diseases that we've never even considered you know, 50 to 100 years ago.
0: Well, you've got got different ways of diagnosing things. You've got different ways of diagnosing things today. People are living longer in general, so you get uh, people coming down with more uh, diseases, and so you just have people that are more aware of those kinds of things.
10: Possibly. I I agree with that. But, you know, people were living longer back then as well. Mm. I mean, you've got just as much history of it. But the point I'm making is when you start redesigning and re, uh, uh, recombining the zines, the DNA, and putting them together. You, you never know what's coming out. I mean, you've got aspects of the country and parts of the world saying that the, peas, the bees are, are dying or not pollinating.
1: Yeah, it's my understanding you know, the bees are, that? in fact, dying. But um, it, it's, it's this hive rot bacteria thing and little well, bugs. Right. Yeah, right. Bites so and we,
10: can we say that that has nothing to do with the GMO? I mean, that directly affects the food. What do you want to do, man?
0: Do you, do you want to just make it I mean, so nobody can buy ge- uh, genetically modified foods, or you just want to try to convince them, uh, no, persuade no, no. them do
10: to? I would do the same thing that we're doing with the government or the people that we're influencing policy with. We try to get people to think more on a, a, a more objective, objectional thought of it, that, you know, of course nature is better, and it's better to eat
3: well. the nutrients
10: from the ground. I mean, they put out microwaves, and now you realize and if you stick a carrot in a microwave, the only thing you've got is, like cardboard, you don't have the nutrients of the carrot. So, I mean, whatever we're told about it, we have to be objectional.
7: So you're, the saying, you're
0: saying microwaves remove nutrients? That's a pretty big claim. Is that,
7: cooking vegetables. That's not a that's, big claim. That's, cooking that's, vegetables. That's, you, you microwave do lose, something, you nuke it. Well, I don't know if it's a, the microwave specifically, but cooking vegetables, you do lose nutritional. That's value right. Over
10: cooking fresh as well. Vegetables. I mean, but not microwave definitely nukes it. I mean, this well, is well, it nuke it. It
0: irradiates it, uh, it, radiates it sends, with microwaves. Yeah, it sends right. little waves at the uh, thing, sure. and it makes it so the the water particles in that uh, product heat up, and they move around. They move around, and, they, and that and that movement creates heat, and that's, that's uh, right. And so things get hot Real
10: fast at a very yeah. fast time. But the point I'm making is, you know, you lose the same. You lose more nutrients in a microwave than you do by cooking it, but you lose no nutrients when you eat it directly from the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, now, I don't know no about you, but I'm guess. not gonna. I, you know, I kind of like having my microwave meals that I can just pop in the microwave, <laughs> and I don't have to go and slaughter a cow fresh and cut it up and. I don't, like, it the, and, and I don't like, and, like the way it tastes as true. much. True. Yeah, I, well, I, I'd rather but, go to a restaurant and eat, uh, you know, eat their food, but I'm not gonna go and slaughter well, a cow. Salt. And, uh, you know, and, and go I don't the know process what microwaves of, and slaughtering cows. I don't know. He's what. talking about eating fresh. He's talking
4: about going out. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sickles CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us including our webcam with our chat room all rolled into one page. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com, get interactive with other listeners of the program. You can watch Mark swinging around the the lightsaber here during the breaks uh, over at cam.freetalklive.com. So we continue here. I think Dino is still with us. We had some uh, technical difficulties there that uh, resulted in an abrupt end to the last segment. Dino, are you with us? Do you know yeah, what still here. Okay, I don't recall what point you were making when I got all confused about the uh, the break. So go ahead and uh, recap that for me.
10: Oh my God, if I can, I was just saying that I think that GMO, uh, the people don't need to be the the, um, the test the testing grounds for the GMO. There's a lot of reason and a lot of suspicion that has to be placed, you know, in what we're eating and what we're giving to our kids, you know, just and it's just not just because that they say it's okay but there are a lot of people, professionals, who believe it's not okay and there should be more testing. No different than anything else that we've ingested into our body over the past 100, you know, 150 years that we've developed over a laboratory or in a laboratory. That's the only thing I'm saying.
0: Okay, so you're saying caution, be careful, careful. right? Yes.
10: Okay. Uh, You know, as as well as we have to try to find a line where we can say, um, uh, well, yeah, be cautious. Okay, we can't be regulating it. Um, I don't see where you can regulate it to the point where it's going to be cautious. I just say the people have to be aware that GMO may just, you know, it may just damage them or may be damaging them right
0: well, now. Well, or maybe it'll do nothing. Maybe it'll be actually more healthy. Maybe maybe well, maybe those two.
7: There's a lot of different. That's right. There's a lot of different crops that are genetically modified in different ways. So I would think that the vast majority of them are probably healthy for you. It's just a question of which genes have been altered and what that does to to the produce that you actually end up ingesting. And I'm sure that there are some gene arrangements that could be causing problems for people.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably uh, better off you know, I'm I'm not saying that there there aren't some risks with GMO foods. I think that you're probably better off cutting out processed foods that um right. and that you know are bad for you right i mean high <laughs> fructose corn syrup well, mm, uh, pretty good I chance. i mean what's the
10: difference between processed and gmo it's basically the same well, thing oh well,
1: it's not the same thing gmo at all. is genetically modified um, and Processed foods and processed are processed
10: modified as well.
0: Processed I, foods, indeed. Afterwards, I mean, right? There are chemicals, added preservatives, things like that. GMO right. foods
7: food stone. chemicals. Have that. Thank I you, mean, Dino, you for the play call. A day, you
10: sh- I think.
7: Well, no, that's that's not. Uh, one's genetically modified. One's modified in other ways. Thank you for the call tonight, Dino.
0: I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, right. They genetically modify the genes of the plant, right. of the seeds, and I mean, whatever, and they grow into hardier, stronger uh, plants that are more resistant to, uh, you know, they're more resistant to bugs and uh, not as likely to need as much pesticides and that kind of thing. And so it helps the, the farmers supposedly get a, a larger yield. But you're still eating fresh fruit, whereas, you know, having a fresh apple that's genetically modified is probably better than having a
7: canned, uh, you know, some canned apples. The one problem I do have is that there are some companies out there that are attempting to create uh, patented seeds that they're yeah. genetically modifying. And in many cases, uh, the way that's being applied out in the real world is... If you have some of that seed blow onto your property right. and starts growing, then been a Those companies will come after you. Well, it's b- it's, it's, of it's that. still in
1: the legal gray area. They haven't that hasn't been decided totally. There have been some
7: lawsuits that have come the, out. There have been
1: lawsuits, but that and and those lawsuits generally, uh, you know, it's it, it's a big push it's a big bad it's a bad thing for you if you're a small farmer and you get a big, big lawsuit you've got to defend yourself against some giant like monsanto um that much is true but here let's add to the uh, conspiracy theory mix right um that the minerals have been depleted from the soil that uh, exists out there to you know that have been that's been used for in some cases hundreds in some cases thousands of years uh for uh, you know farming the minerals are gone and so they, uh, you know, the, the food isn't as healthy as it used to be. That's another, you know, thought process. Well, it just
0: all thing. seems so scary. Like wh- people are just trying are to get themselves ginned up about being scared about what they put in their body. I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think it's, well, I don't think be, it's healthy to be, to be afraid of the food you're eating. To be
7: perfectly <laughs> fair, the food we're eating today is far better than the food you have been eating a couple hundred years ago. Well, in, in not, quantity. In your yeah, in quantity and the fact that you, how much bad beef do you get anymore? I mean, right. that's really that, why steak sauce was invented because you get cover maggot, it up. <laughs> you get maggedy beef in many cases if you live in the city. Well, I, right, uh, understood. But
1: you're. <laughs> oh my I think gosh. we're not talking about
0: produce. Uh,
1: you know, produce. I think.
0: Well, he made a general statement about how food, food. is better th- today produce, than, it,
7: than it used to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, how many people get ergot poisoning?
0: I don't
1: even was, know what that what, is.
7: It's 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 a it's a fungus that attacks wheat. Okay. And it, it the effects are not dissimilar to LSD, but it's also toxic, so it can kill you. <laughs>
1: mm, you don't so, think So
7: wow. it, it was once fairly common. If you got wet grain that started to spoil, you could get ergot poisoning. That was fairly common at one point. It's mm. not anymore, really.
0: Right. And if—I if, if I don't know. It seems to me like if the people that—and and Dino, to Dino's credit, he's not saying outlawed. He's not saying regulated or anything like that. He just wants to convince people to— you know be fair, be frightened of food, uh, and I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a very well I don't
1: food. know that um what I was hearing I don't under I don't know that he entirely understands what GMO food is. You know, like what I was, I what I was hearing was genetically modified. I believe GMO food to be genetically modified food. Well, that the, the scientists
7: uh, have developed
1: way. in some way. You know, they
7: genetically uh, altered the plant in right, some way some other way. than selective but isn't that breeding. What which humans have been doing all along with oh,
0: yeah. selective breeding. Yeah. Um, so it's just the next, the next step of that.
7: Right. We were going to talk versus,
0: about
1: that. Versus uh, right? versus something like uh, processed food, which is you know stuff that comes in a bag. You know, when you get your yeah. food in a bag and you open it and you eat it, the, like the Fritos that I have sitting here next to me, when you can't understand yeah. the things that you're reading in it, or how about the that's processed food.
0: How about the uh the, the China noodle packs where you yeah. open those up and they've got the little pack, got the little packet of peas and lettuce, pieces of lettuce or whatever the heck oh, is in there the, and it's, the all, dried vegetable. it's all dried up and yeah. I mean come
7: on. <laughs> It's got the chicken flavor in it. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff. Chemical powdered chicken I mean, flavor all over the vegetables. noodles. Those
0: are vegetables. Those are vegetables, but they're not like they would normally be. They're
7: no. Not fresh. Well, even well, so I
0: mean, dehydrated
7: it. vegetables. I mean right. I don't imagine there's much value nutritionally to no. those vegetables. Oh,
0: I don't I, I just don't be think a guess. They don't taste right. like
7: vegetables either when you eat those. Right. To me.
0: I I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that we are so wealthy. I think it's good that there's choices.
3: Yes. I think it's great
0: that we are so wealthy today in this society that we can all be bickering with one another about what's the healthiest thing to eat. Yes. My gosh, we have things to eat. I think think that is great.
1: Yeah, I think about the Donner Party and those people. um, You know, obviously, this is an extreme example. Yeah. the, The story is just so amazing. They ate the leather from off of their Bibles. Good Lord. That's hungry. And then they Darn! Each hum- other. Wow! That's next. <laughs> right? step well, is yeah. each
0: other. <laughs> if you stop moving your 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 lunch, um, nom, nom. can you imagine chewing on that leather strap from the front of the? <laughs> I can't. Nom, I, can't. I, <laughs> I don't belt I, off. Hardly even imagine.
7: Yeah. So it, it does put things in perspective when people complain about how the food we have is huh. unhealthy. When people people even today and many other parts of the world are just looking for enough to fill their right. stomachs. Subsistence farmers. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Take. You can have your organic food if that's what your thing is. That's out there for you. If you want to buy all canned food and well, eat that, you can do that too. You and can have fresh
7: food. You can have GMO food. That's the other side to the argument about GMOs and processed foods and, and big agribusiness. Is that It's very easy to point out the downsides to it. but as it The
0: alleged downsides. Right.
7: But in, in many cases, it does make food, when it's produced on a massive scale and an industrial scale, maybe it's not quite as healthy but it's more efficient and if you can feed, you know, just 10% more people with the same amount of land yeah that's a lot more people who don't have to start and it, and the numbers are, are more than yes, 10 percent they're it's, a lot it's, more than 10 significant so how many people well, if do you, you want think
1: about to... what what qualified as corn when our founding fathers came over here this 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 was not that big giant yellow ear of corn that you go to the grocery store it's more like the baby corn that you get <laughs> from the, uh, the the you know the the, the Chinese food that you know that kind of thing oh, that that's that's what corn was Th- I mean this is this is what things were like before so so yes uh, you know over the over the time making more productive food has been tremendously
7: helpful right. for the world so how many people would you prefer starve to death so that we could have healthier food yeah, and, what, an and how much healthier are we talking? Right. About? I mean, it's all speculation at this point. Oh, well,
0: might not even be if we as knew it. it. You.
7: Probably have people would have to starve if we all it's ate organic scary, food.
0: Scary, man. Tinkering around with genes, we can't be having that. That's that's leave that to Mother Nature. That's really what it's based on. Is that I think fear that man is going to make some sort of major error that's going to cause some kind of calamity. But there's no evidence for it yet. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Tonight it's in with you. And Nick and Mark, join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You enjoy the program and you want to help support the show. You can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. You know, Amazon, they're the world's largest internet retailer. They sell all kinds of stuff, dozens of categories, even used items. Head over to amazon.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done. Feel good, because you're getting a great deal. Probably getting free super saver shipping, and you're helping Free Talk Live all at the same time. Amazon.freetalklive.com. And since we're talking about food, Amazon has a grocery section. Now, they're not selling fresh fruit, I don't think, these days. They're selling that uh, dehydrated uh, uh, Chinese noodle thing that you were talking about. Yeah, I bet they are selling Chinese noodles. They sell uh, kind of the pantry stuff uh, over at Amazon, and I think that's great. So let's continue with your phone calls. Anthony in New Jersey. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nick, and Mark.
5: Hey, guys. uh, Actually, I'm about to uh, use your Amazon link tomorrow to buy a filter for my uh, cat bowl.
1: Excellent. Your cat gets filtered water?
5: <laughs> yep. yep. It, it, it circulates the water so the cat likes to come back to it more and makes a, a nice sound.
1: Yeah, the, the, the cats do like running, tend to like running water better. I, I've, wow. I found that if they don't get to see the running water, they don't know any different. But um, That's interesting. This fil- it has a filter, like
0: a, a carbon filter, charcoal
1: filter?
5: Yeah, it's called a, a fresh flow system by PetMate. Um, and yeah, it's, it's powered.
0: A, so it's running 24 hours a day?
5: Yeah, it, it is plugged into the wall, yep.
0: Mm, man, that's luxury. Do you, so basically, your cat's drinking better water than you.
5: <laughs> Actually, no. I, I give her, uh, I give her the, the, the distilled
9: water, um, and I also drink a lot of distilled water and some bottled water.
0: Distilled water. Okay. Now that's uh, that's uh, from the air, basically. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, they, everything is out of it.
5: Uh, what they do is they take municipal water usually, and then they just distill it in a big distiller. Mm-hmm. Essentially, turns it to steam and gotcha. uh, filters that takes- it.
0: Yeah, that takes all the stuff You to drink
1: out of it. way too much of that, though. Doesn't it no, just no, 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 minerals? Right. No. There's there's well, mineral advantages to to having uh uh you know some of the tap water, but you, when you start thinking about municipal water enough. systems,
3: well, it's scary. And,
7: and most people, especially Americans, are taking way more sodium and other electrolytes that they need in, in their diet from their food. But if you drink enough distilled water, it could theoretically kill you because there's no salt or electrolytes in there either. And it could right. cause yeah. you to have to I think look, that is more of like, a theory. <laughs> it, 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 if you don't eat enough salt, most of us are fine with it. Yeah. The first most hey, wait, important thing to is Google. to drink.
5: Can we do a, uh, a Google search real quick?
0: Uh, we can do a startpage.com search.
5: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, go. A search for Monsanto GMO corn linked to organ failure. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We already talked about that. Uh, somebody oh, okay. somebody okay. brought that up uh, a few weeks ago, and it's a study. There are a lot of studies out there, and studies say different things. Some studies say contradicting things. And so, this is a study that, uh, from what we saw, has not been duplicated. Uh, so, therefore, it's just a study. Well, and it, so you it, know, to I'm not going to dismiss it
5: entirely, okay. but. You just said there weren't any studies. Huh? Huh? I, I could have swore you just said there weren't any studies.
0: That most of the studies were done in Europe, is what we. Have. Oh no, no, no! There's nothing conclusive that uh, GMO foods uh, are problematic in any way. The, the thing, the thing, and I agree with Nick. The problem with GMO foods is the patenting system and the fact that these mon- monolithic companies are going after right. a small farmers. I think that it.
1: it's I think that it's fair to say, especially when you're when you're talking about uh, monopolies, which Monsanto is 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 attempting to to, to become. That you're going to have problems, um, but I think that one needs to also sort of look at what are the end results of the way that we're, we're we are thinking. Um, and I think that the end result is is that people are being fed on a much larger sc- scale by GMO foods. And not all. I mean, you can't just say GMO foods are good yeah. or GMO foods are bad.
7: Or big agriculture and big agribusiness are good because I I think there's a good case to be made for preserving a lot of the varieties of say corn or a particular vegetable. There's a lot of varieties.
1: varieties right? Because
7: a lot of them have natural disease resistance that the mainline commercial strains do not have. And I think having that genetic diversity, I think there are benefits to keeping those around. And a lot of people will point to these big commercial operations trying to push those out. I'm not saying that everything that Monsanto does or everything that happens as a result of the big industrial model of agriculture we have is beneficial, but I think overall, if you look at how many more people are fed today because of the the agriculture we have on the grand scale that we do today, it, it it sort of puts some of those criticisms in perspective. Because a lot of lives have been saved by the model of agriculture and the processed food model that we do have today, even if some people are killed as a result or, or there are some negative consequences as well. Anthony. Okay. And nope. he's gone. He's gone.
0: You All know, right. I 800 800 259 9231.
1: You know, I I guess that I I'd like to take a, a middle road here. I've got no problem with people who want to eat organic food. I think that there's, you know, some foods that it might make sense to have that that weren't, you know, made with pesti- pesticides, that kind of thing. I don't know. I've heard Roundup's fine if you drink it. I wouldn't drink it though. <laughs> what? That's what
7: I've heard. That it can't it can't bother you. I
1: don't know, but I wouldn't drink there it. There are
7: some pesticides you can you can that some of them are are funguses that aren't gonna hurt you, things like that. So I yeah, mean, I'll,
0: I'll pass on that. Right, experiment. absolutely.
7: <laughs> but you know, at the same time, I think that the
1: ah Franken food, they, like that, yeah. that, that. Mentality Missing with Mother Nature is a, is a mentality of fear that's yes. not going to result. That is basically going to result in humans being driven back to the caves.
0: Right. If that food is Franken food, then all the modern healthcare techniques we have are Franken Frank healthcare, healthcare techniques. Right. And then the, the the
1: car you're driving is a Franken uh, iron ore. So I mean, you know, <laughs> well, settle down, people. It, you know, be, it's not like they're dropping like flies. People
7: are living longer, right. not shorter. And people have been messing with the genetics of livestock and crops for millennia selective breeding they've done it through selective breeding which is why we have breeds of dogs right or breeds of cattle or different strains of wheat is because somebody bred certain traits into them and you can you can do a lot through selective breeding but you can go a lot further a lot faster by actually getting in there and actually manipulating the genetic code and i'm not saying that it's impossible for there to be negative consequences sure, from that.
0: Sure. Of course, but do you think that when selective was there ever controversy when it was just selective breeding no. from people that were saying well, I don't think you're messing with nature? Never.
1: Because selective breeding has been going on for so long that wow, that dog can run a little farther, smell a little better, or whatever, so they'd selectively breed that and you know, oh, your, your corn's a little bigger than my corn.
7: And they don't know that they didn't have an understanding necessarily of the underlying genetic the, the, all the science behind you it. St- they knew that you know, you take a cow that gives a lot of milk and you breed it with you know another line of cows. But that you breed, don't gives think there was anybody
0: build. that would have said that's that's against God. I don't really think
1: so. I think that the first, the, the first historically, the first you can come up with it at least are the, the, that I can think of are the Luddites from uh, you know that there were yeah. trashing factories in in pre-industrial, uh, basically industrial, early industrial uh, uh, Great Britain. But there's there's got to be somebody from prior to that. There's Always going to be somebody out there complaining
0: about something's against God. Well, because uh, Sam and I were talking about this one night when I think he was sitting in for you, Mark, and uh, we, we had meant to get to the discussion of what is natural versus what is artificial. And the dictionary definition of natural is existing and are formed by nature. Now, the definition of artificial, as I understand it, is, I don't have it in front of me here, but it was basically that... Uh, is as soon as man's hand gets involved, it it's becomes artificial. artificial. So then, everything so therefore, we, selective breeding is artificial as everything opposed to that natural. we experience
7: in this it world is artificial. Is artificial. I mean, it's yeah, it's artificial. It's artificial selection.
0: But you could also what I would the argument I was going to make until I uh, you know until I read that I, mean, I'm, I like going by the dictionary because it's something con- somewhat consistent. But it seems to me that if man is a part of nature, how is it unnatural for man to uh, to get involved and uh, and modify things? How is that unnatural? I mean, is it is it unnatural when a cow? It's co- unnatural c- for us to plant crops at all. Well, right. Well, I when, mean, a, when <laughs> a cow comes along and are, takes a takes a crap in the field and the grass grows better there, is that artificial because the cow no. has uh, has messed with it? Why is it only artificial when man uh, tinkers with things?
1: Because that's the that's the so definition, definition of, the of the language. Word. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, but you know, I mean. But artificial sounds so bad, right? Artificial has this connotation like, well, it's not natural. Yeah. But. <laughs> Wait a minute, we've observed nature as, uh, as thinking uh, beings, we've looked at the natural resources we've had, we've combined our ideas with it, and we've created... New wealth. That's how wealth is created. You take natural resources, you take your brain power, you combine them together, do a little bit of work, bring them together to create a new idea, a new concept, a new product, a new service. And then you can take that new product, combine it with some other natural resources or some existing products or some other ideas, and so, make new wealth on top of that. You know, I'll this be- is all natural. It's all a, a process that was, you know, intended to occur. As I'll bet as, you that's that what we
1: do. Selection uh, started even before Cro-Magnon man. Existed, you know, before Homo sapiens existed. So I guess I would wonder then: um, Would Neanderthals or Australopithecus? It's a stretch to think that Australopithecus uh, selected things, but um, you know that little three-foot hairy guy. But um, is 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 are they men, or that is that natural? Because they're not actually Homo sapiens. Right, where do
0: you draw the line? Yeah. Toll free number 800 259 9231. Plus, when you start looking at animals and how intelligent they actually are, we're discovering over time they're much smarter than people might have given them credit for. Uh, how, do you, how does that factor in? I Every mean, time. Monkeys can talk. It's free talk live, or chimps.
4: Have you ever lost power and wanted to simply flip a switch to get the lights back on? If so, this is going to be the most important message you will ever hear, because there's never been a better time to get off the grid and generate your own supply of electrical power. Solar power generators are now available. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical power when you need it the most. Unlike gas generators, a solar generator runs quietly, emits no fumes, and produces electricity from the sun. It's like having an electric power plant running quietly in your own home whether it's hurricanes ice storms brownouts or blackouts you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again when the power goes out you'll be ready with a solar power generator from solutions from science go to mysolarbackup.com to request a free information package today that's mysolarbackup.com mysolarbackup.com or call 877-327-0365 that's 877-327-0365
0: Bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here into the third hour of the program. You dial in, bring up anything, 800-259-9231, and tonight it's Ian with you. And hey, Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Give you do the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And we're gonna get back to your calls here, but just to clarify something that uh, that I said at the very end of the the last hour, we were talking about what is natural, right? I mean, we're looking at the definition of natural and comparing it to artificial. Natural is anything that man, the definition wise, natural is anything that man has not gotten involved in. And so, of course, then the question was, well, what about uh, chimpanzees? What about the uh, the, pr- the predecessors of man, the uh, the ancestors of uh, of man? At what point? Did the, you know, the the beast that became man become the man? At at what point in the evolutionary process? And what qualifies as planting? The
1: first first sort of uh, agriculture that was done was essentially picking through the plants that grew up in the midden pile. um, That, uh, you know, the the waste that the, you know, the the ancestors of man or whatever, uh, or maybe man, older, you know, some older Cro-Magnon man, uh, you know, threw there.
0: Right. And I so when at the very end of the segment I said, Well monkeys you know, then you start asking, Well, what about other animals? I mean, what about the, the fact that we're learning over time that animals have much greater cognitive ability and the, you know, the ability to understand words and, and even even speak. And when I said they could speak, I didn't mean they could actually uh, enunciate. Words, yeah. uh, I meant that, uh, you know, they, they've got these computer programs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And before the computer, they had these ways they for chimpanzees and I want to press things <laughs> and uh, essentially, yeah, essentially create sentences to communicate with uh, their human counterparts. And so what does that mean? I mean it, it means that the animals that we're surrounded uh, surrounded by in many cases are of greater intelligence than I think most humans realize. I think humans take their uh, take it for granted that they're the most brilliant things on the earth, but it may not be necessarily true. Yeah, that's the part that disturbs me mo- the most about eating them.
7: Uh, about eating animals. I yeah. don't think cows are really that smart. Pigs pigs are, pigs smart. are smart.
1: Yeah. I don't know about you, but I like to eat them too.
7: There's going to
0: be differences, yeah. I think, between between the animals out there. But I think I that- think the
7: pig is actually the tastiest of the animals. I like cows better, but that's just me. But pigs are very smart. And most people wouldn't eat a dog, but a pig is arguably smarter than a dog. Yeah. I've heard yes. it. I've heard it debated. But really, from, a pig is definitely
0: uh, smarter than most dogs.
7: If if it's if you're debating whether or not it's appropriate to eat a given animal because of how sentient it is, I mean, honestly, I would not eat a chimp, and I would not eat a dolphin intentionally, unless maybe I was starving to death. But I really would not choose to. Eat. Those are a couple animals I wouldn't choose to eat. But honestly, it's actually worse to eat a pig, in my opinion, than a dog. If that's your if that's your standard.
0: So do you you don't eat bacon?
7: No, I eat pigs. I eat a dog too. You
0: just mean you wouldn't slaughter it.
7: No, I would slaughter a pig and I would eat the dog. Oh, okay.
0: It's just you would not. You would slaughter pigs and dogs, but not chimpanzees. I don't know no, I he he slaughter saying... a
7: dog because I like a dog, but I would eat both. I'm just saying it makes logically I, it makes sense to me if if you're going to have a system about what animals are and aren't okay to eat, you shouldn't eat the smart ones because they're smart. They yep. kind of understand that they're that alive and want to be alive. Right.
0: I, I think that makes sense. I, yes, there are clearly different uh, differentiations and levels of intelligence between different species, uh, but I think that uh, I think that in many cases we underestimate. Our animal friends. And I, you know, I speak that not from having uh, an X, not being expert at, uh, at this, but just, uh, I, would just not having you could, I
7: would not believe that you could train a cat to do tricks.
0: Exactly. That's my I point. met you. That is my point. Um, most people, just, they take for granted that cats are the way they are and that, uh, you know, you just have to open feed them and all this other stuff. No, I feed my cats on a schedule, and uh, and they perform tricks in order to get the in order to get their food. They
3: do and it. They, do, they it. do it in a they very sullen
1: it. fashion too. <laughs> They're not happy about this trick performing stuff. No, but they do I it. Think, I think that it's, it, it's just about animal abuse. You think? No, yeah. it's... I, I, I think you
0: just you should eat the cat.
7: I, I, think it. I think it's making cats work for a living, which is something that the vast majority of them never have to do.
0: Right. Normally, in, in the wild, they have to chase down lizards and mice and things like that. Well, what and they actually... do
7: is essentially they are a very stubborn animal, and they just manipulate humans into giving them food. They don't want they don't want to do things for you. So they just blame them. They'll just try to nuzzle you and purr and try to manipulate you. Into feeding That's, them anyway, even if they don't do what you train Absolutely. Them to do. And that it's, it's that kind of. When you, you, have you look to at it. Show them from, who's boss. When you look at it from that
0: perspective, you really start to realize. I mean, manipulation is the absolute correct word for it. They realize that these hairless monkeys are a bunch of suckers and that all they have to do is be cute to them and that they'll get whatever they want but to. You would
7: think that they were dumb. Most people would say that cats, exactly. that you cannot train a cat. Therefore they're not as smart as a dog. Got you not, Cats are not as
1: smart as a dog. They just don't have the I, cerebral cortex. How do you I, know that? Because they're not. They're
7: just not. I don't think I they, don't know if I agree with I you. I don't think they likely are but I I think they're a lot smarter than people give them credit for. I think for. So they're I think right here. I think they have a form of intelligence that's different.
0: A dog, as you know, is a pack animal, and the dog is much more interested in pleasing its uh, master, if you will. Cats don't really care that much about uh, pleasing the master.
7: They might but- not even like you. But they'll do a trick for your food, right?
0: If you have, if master has something they want, <laughs> or the, then uh, then the, the priorities change. But you have to have the patience to be able to uh, to train a cat. Whereas with a dog, you st- uh, my old dog that I had would do anything for just a petting. I wouldn't give the dog treats. I would just give the dog praise because dogs are okay with that. Dogs eat that stuff up. That's what they live for. They live to be loved by you. Uh, whereas a cat could care less if you want to pet it. My they cat probably doesn't don't even to.
7: care if you die. I mean, a right. dog might realize that a cat might might or might not care.
0: Right. For my cat, it's not good enough. to. He's not going to do anything for me if I just give him a petting. He'll yep. bite me if I, you know, if I pet him afterward.
7: Uh, but, you know,
0: if I've got a bowl of food, then he'll roll over. He'll stand up. He'll he'll lay down. He'll lay on his side. I mean, I've got I've got 20 plus different tricks that uh, that the cat can do. Anyway, just uh, just kind of throwing that out there. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We go to Keith in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Keith.
11: Hello, how's it going?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Not too much. I was having a discussion with a uh, construction worker today while we were uh, working on the inside of my house, and mm-hmm. he comes from a, uh, he's actually an unlicensed worker, Ooh. and we were discussing both uh, how that affects Uh, the people he works with and then we just got into random side discussions but uh the biggest one that i always find that sticks in this area is anytime i delve into the uh, the military at all well we have to keep them because they drive the economy uh, along with any other means of job
0: isn't that the broken window fallacy
8: Uh, I'm not familiar with that.
0: Mark, can you explain that? Broken window fallacy says that
1: it's good if uh, a window is broken because then you have to pay someone to fix it. However, what it doesn't Uh, take into uh, account is that the money that was spent on fixing the window might have gone into – it would have gone into something else, whether that's into savings um, and then
7: gives a a stockbroker a job or or whatever. That that wasn't my understanding of the broken window fallacy. What's your understanding? My understanding of the broken window fallacy is that it was uh, an argument used to say that if you have a neighborhood where minor crimes are taking place that really don't harm anyone like windows being broken by vandals or gum being spit on the sidewalk – it leads to uh, a response in people to their environment where they care less about social norms and then it results mm. it's a it spirals out into more serious crimes like theft and rape and murder but I've never heard that one
1: I have heard that too and I, I know that the term broken window is involved in that but I don't believe that that is the broken window phallus. I think it might
7: be the broken window theory but I'm just gonna hmm. check <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, the idea being that uh, what I was when I said broken window fallacy, I was intending what Mark was talking about—the idea that well, if the military is a is a boost for the economy, that's that's essentially the broken window fallacy. The because the idea is that well, if they go and break things and blow things up, then well, you got to hire all these people to fix those buildings and uh, you know repair things. And is that what you were getting at when you were suggesting that that point?
11: Yes, I believe so. Okay. The, uh, well, the way I've been phrasing it since I left the navy, just a couple of months ago. Um, it, it really, after you get in and, and see how everything works, it consumes a lot of your time. You do work very hard at something. They're usually not anything productive. So it's really
0: just kind of a different form of welfare. Yeah, it's a make work yeah, program. That's what they've
1: uh, that's what the Democrats uh, will tend to call the military is republican welfare. The idea that you can take you know the lower class uh, peons or whatever give them a job in the military where they where they're really doing con- something constructive and uh, you know that's that's a good thing.
0: And well the Democrats like the military when they're in charge of it. Uh, and they don't, they're not disbanding it. Barack Obama is Okay, uh, Democrat maybe maybe it's the more liberal of the you Democrats. You mean the, like the run of the mill folks, not yeah. the politicians. When you say Democrats you mean like just the people Whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 in that area. Keith, I don't know if you have more. If you do, hang on. We'll bring it back. 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, and you can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live.
2: It's time. Wake up. This is Just In Case You Care, and yeah, I'm talking to you. That's my booklet of truth for the people of America and the wake-up call for action to save our freedom. Get a copy for you and your friends at yamtalkingtoyou.com yeah, and get involved with saving our country. That's com if you want to be part of the solution. Otherwise, just go back to sleep. You'll adjust to enslavement.
0: you want by dialing in toll free at 800-259-9231 SACL CAI toll free line 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, at uh, freetalklive.com, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they R&D listeners of the program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see it for yourself. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Hey, why would something that is so good for us, like government education, need to be imposed on us with the use of force? And funded by the use of force. Well, maybe something else is going on. School Sucks podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's School Sucks Project. Dot com as we continue, Keith is still on the line with us here in Connecticut, and uh, you were saying that you were having some discussions with some guys on a uh, with a construction worker and that he brought up the military, and that frequently you 'll hear people make a claim about well, the reason we need the military is because uh and this was in a, this was an unusual claim at least from to my from my perspective is that they, they would claim that uh, the military is beneficial to the economy. Normally what I hear is that, well, we need to keep us safe from all the people around the world that want to kill us. Uh, but uh, the idea that the uh, military is benefiting the economy is essentially the parable of the broken window, also known as the broken window fallacy. We did do a little digging on uh, Wikipedia during the break, and one of my producers sent over a few, uh, few links – to where the thing you were thinking of, Nick, was the fixing broken windows, restoring order, and reducing crime in our communities. This is not the broken window uh, fallacy or the parable of the broken window. This is based on an article. Uh, it's based on an article called, it's a book based on an article called Broken Windows, which appeared in 1982's Atlantic Monthly. Saying that, consider a building with a few broken windows. If the windows are not repaired, the tendency is for vandals to break a few more. Eventually, they may break even into the building, and if it's unoccupied, perhaps some squat, perhaps become squatters or light fires inside. Or consider a sidewalk. Some litter accumulates. Soon more litter accumulates. Eventually people begin to start leaving bags of trash from takeout restaurants there or breaking into cars. And so they're saying that a successful strategy for preventing vandalism, say the book's authors, is to fix the problems when they're small. So repair the broken windows within a short time, say a day to a week. And the tendency is the vandals are much less likely to break more windows or do further damage. And
1: this is the this is what has been used all along to essentially grow police departments. The idea is, is that uh, you know if you have you have beat cops out there hassling people for small crap, you don't have large crap. Large crap.
0: So Keith, uh, are you still with us? I am. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, his assertion
11: wasn't a. Purely that the military was was going to drive the economy, but definitely that that war is what drives the economy. And then further, he made the uh, the doomsday prediction that, you know, wh- well, what if we, what if they actually succeed? What if Obama pulls all the troops back? Well, then then unemployment's just going to explode because all these guys are just going to come back <laughs> and be forced out of the military, which wouldn't happen at all. They just sit
5: here
0: and yeah, and collect their paycheck. It, right. It doesn't matter if they're blowing things up or not; they're still collecting
7: the same pay. Right, And you wouldn't have all the – I mean the money that is being taken out of the productive economy to cut their paychecks and much more of it goes to buying equipment or getting that equipment overseas, uh, that money would not be taken out of the productive economy. It wouldn't be taken away from people who want to spend it and use it on a voluntary basis, whereas today it is. And that
0: is the opportunity cost, uh, which is involved in the broken window fallacy. The opportunity cost being that – well. What, however, many trillions of dollars have been spent uh, on the the Iraq war. I mean, we're talking about well, hundreds and, and of And just billions. to recap,
7: since we gave the fixing broken windows, that's much different than the broken window parable that Mark was talking about. Correct. Which is the idea that if somebody breaks a window, it, it could look good for the economy because somebody's going to have to come and replace that window. So a certain amount of money is going to be spent on cleaning it up. Say replacing it's $100, it $100. Yeah. But the idea of what, what Mark was talking about is that that $100 that's spent fixing the window is $100 that that person does not have to buy something else that they may need.
0: Buy some food, send their kid buy to
7: some school. Buy clothes. You know, whatever. So, so the money that's being spent tank. on wars overseas or on the military.
3: that misallocated. is misallocated.
7: Right. It, it is misallocated. And that's money that could be allocated here on a voluntary basis. By people who are purchasing goods and services in the marketplace.
0: Right. You take the budget of the military, however many hundreds of billions of dollars that is every single year. You take all of those dollars and you repa- you you know you get rid of the military. You replace you you put all that money back in the hands of the people that earned it, and then you'll see a tremendous economic boom because then all of a sudden it's being allocated in the, for the most part correctly, of as course, opposed
7: to the way of the whims of politicians. I don't want to make the argument more complicated, but. Of course, it is somewhat more complicated based on the fact that a lot of the money that is spent by the government on military interventions overseas is in fact created out of thin air. Created out of thin air. Now that and and, and also um,
1: it is uh, done on the on the cum. It's it's borrowed. So what you can see. Still the, sucking. The, wait, value. Right, right, right. right. Uh, the, the, what you're saying is true, but what you what is you, you have when you're talking about Bastiat, you have to talk about what is seen versus what is unseen and what is seen in the marketplace. Especially people who use World War II. Well, we were in a depression. The, the, their limited understanding of history is we were in a depression. Then the war came and we came out of the depression, and that was that was how it was. Well. They, you know, obviously uh, FDR's socialist plans kept us in the depression much longer than we would have had but then the government sees a reason to ramp up production, remember we had horses of the, for the cavalry at the beginning of World War II uh, ramp up production of tanks and bombers and things that go boom and all, you know, helmets and all these things and they, they did it on the come they did it with war bonds, mm-hmm. they did it uh, by printing money, they did all of these things, very visible. So what you, yeah, so what you saw was not, it was a real creation of wealth. It really was. But what it did is it created it out of the future by, uh, you know, robbing people of savings through, uh, you know, printing the money, uh, future from uh, borrowing the money and, uh, you know, all these things. So it was a real creation uh, you know for the marketplace. It really did ramp things up in that one particular case. But at this point, doing it again would drive us into, you know, the, the it, would, it would kill the dollar. At this point, they've milked it for all that it's that it's got left in it. And they gave it to all the rich people that make things that go boom. Keith, any other thoughts?
11: Actually, I have a couple of thoughts for you, Ian. Yeah, I believe you uh, own rental property, yes. and I was, uh, as the the worker today was unlicensed, so we were actually discussing. Uh, I have a pretty sizable attic, and I've been considering converting this from a two-family into a three-family. Mm-hmm. And basically, he discussed the option of doing it under the table versus the requirements of doing it uh, legitimately, or basically going and getting the permits and getting paying the extra for the license. Plumbers and electricians and everything else, and I was just curious how you would handle that in your situation because I don't believe that you would bother um, going. Yeah,
0: it's a tough to, call. Uh, it depends. Uh, I remember the the house that I used to own down in Sarasota, Florida. I discovered after I bought it that. It had been added on to without having the the uh, the permits pulled for that, so that had an entire extra couple rooms on the side. Are you telling
1: me you managed to buy this without yes. the government letting you know that that, that <laughs> unlicensed people had added right. on?
0: That's unsafe. And it put me in a real uh, bad position <laughs> because I had wanted to uh, to change the roof. I'd wanted to put a pitched roof on it because there was a lot of pooling water up uh, up on the top of this flat roof that it had. It's kind of a ranch style But house.
1: It, it never had a problem. I mean, they, they do have flat roofs in this world oh no it, it leaked when i first moved it leaked. in there okay yeah but you can you can make it so it doesn't leak there are flat roofs that don't leak i, under, I understand i
0: understand that i was looking at options as mm-hmm. to uh to what to do and i could not put a pitched roof on that house because of the add-on if the government were to come over and they're going to see you putting the uh, the roof on there's no way you can avoid that Uh, Making changes in your home is probably safer, so I'd say go for it. More coming up here. uh, We can talk about additions on homes in a moment. Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Style dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll talk about teaching cat tricks and economics all in the same hour. Anything <laughs> goes. Uh, so 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got various different ways for you to listen to this program online. We've got uh, live streams, broadband, and dial-up versions, webcam, Plus, we've got listen lines, which allow you to listen to Free Talk Live anywhere where you have a phone that can dial long distance. Go and get all the details over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com as we continue here with your phone calls. Uh, oh, actually, wait a minute. Uh, there was something I think that, uh, that you wanted to add to the discussion that we were having earlier, Nick. And I. I, uh, so I don't is, even know what the discussion you're talking yeah, about. I Take the know. call. I guess. <laughs> I guess not. Must not have been that important. Good anyway, job, talk show host. Let's go to Brett in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Brett.
1: Yeah. How you guys doing?
0: Yeah.
8: Um. I was kind of. I guess the question I had is about uh uh handling uh, like discussions with people about how you know they get so bent out of shape when you try and talk about like some some of the. Like bad, bad ways cops go about doing their jobs and stuff, like trying to push other people around and everything. Just because I had a, I had kind of like a run-in with some people a couple weeks ago. Like you know, I know I know some people that are like police. Like one of my best friends is a cop down in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. My brother and uh, my brother-in-law is actually running to be the sheriff here in the here in the county this year. Okay. And these guys, you know, these guys just, you know, I was trying to point out these. Uh, you know how sometimes the cops they just go in they, uh, you know sometimes they'll just kind of try and show their power over all of us and everything. Sure. And how you know because uh, what it, what had happened it was uh, I was at work this couple weeks ago, and uh, you know I'm I work at you know I'm a security guard and you know I it's just the local jail is just right down the road and I just, cops go down the road all the time, and somebody was coming into work and they just happened to get pulled over by a cop. You know, I see it all the time, it, and I, you know, I looked down and started doing something else, all of a sudden, I looked back up, and there's three cop cars are pulled, you know, got the lady pulled over, and I kind of, you know, I said, you know, well, I'll take this as an advantage to try and, you know, say something about it. I pulled out my cell phone and decided to post something on, the, like, my Facebook about it, saying, you know, oh, this is just probably the cop showing, you know, showing sign of power over this lady, and... You know, probably this probably you know it's just a victimless crime. This yeah. lady did probably just talk speed and everything. And right? Was it necessary people, to bring like,
0: out three cars for this?
8: Yeah, right. that's what I was kind of pointing out. And I, you know, this is obviously this lady is just a victimless crime. And all of a sudden, you know, there's, why do three policemen have to show up and you know have their lights flashing behind this lady? You know, and the people you know just jumped all over me, just saying, trying to make it sound like I hate the police and everything. And I'm just trying to say, you know, no, you know, sometimes cops do this. You know, I'm trying to get it through their head, and they're just trying, just calling names and just getting all bent out of shape and
3: yeah. everything. Uh,
1: you know, there's there's not much one can do about the the name calling aspect because many people who uh, want to have you know have have their arguments for big government really do resort to ad hominem attacks, and they don't go for logical uh, points.
7: Right. I mean, I think you can make the point that it's not the police officers you necess- you have a problem with; it's their actions in this case. I think that's it the best thing you can try to do to, to sort of diffuse that argument. But I would agree. I mean, I would agree that this kind of thing does go on and it is a problem. And there are some people out there who are going to rush to the, to the defense of the cops when it's not appropriate. Not that all police officers are, are doing this and intimidating people, but there are many out there that do. And I I think it, it can be difficult to make that point to some people because, They've been taught to regard all police officers as heroes instead of just people like you and me. There's right. Some good ones, some bad ones.
0: That's a big problem. Uh, and now, are you saying that most of the people you were getting these uh, pro-police responses from were related to or actual police officers, or were they just um, people that... Most,
8: mostly because one, one of them, uh, like my best friend, who's the, who's a the, who's the policeman down in Indianapolis, he was really kind of getting bent out of shape. He was trying to say that, you know, that I was trying to say all these police are bad, and he finally just gave up on the debate... I kept trying to tell him, you know, I, you know, it's not the police that are bad. You know, I know a lot of good police officers. You know, they don't abuse their power or anything. What I'm saying, you know, well, I'm trying to tell him it's, it's the system. You, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are working for that's broken, that allows you to get away with stuff like this. And you know, he finally, he just after a while, he gave up on the bait. He's like, you know, I just give up. You know, you just, you know, I, I'm a bad person because I have a badge and everything. I'm like, you know, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying you work for a broken system. That's all. I'm,
0: Well, and And that's still – right. You may not be saying he's a bad person, but in a way you're you're still kind of besmirching him by saying that – Well, you're
7: directly addressing that that, that system that they work for, and you're saying it's – if you're saying it's illegitimate, which is actually a step beyond – I would say it's illegitimate in the way it's practiced now. That's actually a step beyond where I would go personally. But if you're saying that government is illegitimate or the police – the laws behind them are illegitimate, essentially you are saying that they're doing – immoral unethical thing they are and i, I and think a, it is
0: they can that can be seen as a strike against them and I, don't, I wouldn't blame them for feeling that way but that sounds like what you're, you're coming so you're really only coming up against people that are actually connected to the police department with this particular well, attitude
8: kind of yeah i was yeah i was kind of trying to make the point that you know these you know sometimes whenever they feel they can do it they can just try, try and show how much power they have over us you know yep. we might not realize what's really going on, what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah, a little muscle flexing um, and, and yeah. you know the the a, a cop that says, "Please don't ever flex their muscles. they never abuse their power. Um, you know, somebody who's doing that is is they' they're really showing how blind they are to their own system, even if they say, "Oh, it happens every once in a while Too bad apples. but if you I mean really, if you take a guy, who can have a uh, you know uh, you know a bad day and i don't even want to say a bad day because i don't have that many bad days but i mean you know th- throughout the day i have different feelings uh, you you take a person who's driven by their emotions and um you don't put any checks and balances on these people or put very weak checks and balances on them and uh, especially an attitude a society that's ruled by the attitude that these people can do no wrong mm-hmm. i mean what do you expect to get
8: yeah, and then I was trying to tell them, you know, things they could do, you know, with, you know, if these policemen show up and try and, like, you know, do flex their muscles or whatever, you know, trying to say, you know, if they come in and, like, they want to search in your vehicle and be like, you know, I would try and tell me, like, you know, you're allowed to say no to these people, you know, trying to say, don't be afraid of them, you know, you can tell them no, you know, not unless you have a warrant to come search my vehicle or anything
1: and what did uh, what did your friend have to say to that that the idea uh, that, he
8: was uh, that uh he was trying to he was, he was trying to go with like probable cause you know trying to say you know you know if you're shining the flashlight in the car and you see like you he he use like a roach clip or something like that as an example you know you see a roach clip in somebody's car that's probable cause. You know, he was like, you can search their car, right? Then you don't have to have a warrant.
7: Well, it's, yeah. If, it's depending on how the courts have, depending on what jurisdiction you're in. Yeah. I mean, probable cause is really grounds to get a warrant but in the way it's supposed to work. The warrants are supposed to issue upon probable cause. Not not the, the cops aren't supposed to be able to just search because, oh, uh, I think I smelled marijuana. That's, but they do. Oh, they do. And that
0: is typically – I think that has been ruled as uh, ju- enough of justification. To yeah, if do they don't find it, marijuana, do then they're in trouble, though.
7: I mean, yeah,
8: I've,
0: I've had that happen. Well,
7: you, can, you, can, <laughs> you can make an issue of it. Yeah. Not much is likely to happen to them.
0: Right. So I think maybe yeah. what you're dealing with here is uh, that these police, even though to you it seems clearly immoral that what they're doing – they may feel that it's totally moral because they believe that what is legal is moral and what is well, illegal is immoral. And
1: they're stopping bad guys. That's the way they see it. It doesn't uh, – many of them don't care even if they do what's legal as long as they stop bad guys. And Put that's, where the, that's the, where the real slippery slope comes in because now you're asking the cop. And now I the know. cop is saying, I know who the bad people are and the good people, and the evidence is against them. They don't know.
8: Right, because, you know, I've tried to tell them, you know, one, one lady jumped in in the conversation and was telling me about uh, her ex-husband, Saying, you know, the cops have pretty much harassed them, like, you know, like more than on one occasion, saying, you know, they, you know, just repeatedly asking them all these questions, trying, you know, just swearing up and down that they, that they, you know, they had pot on them or something like that, or were doing something that was illegal, and, you know, they didn't have all this stuff on them. They had, like, they held them, I think she said, for, like, two, like, Question them or doing something for like two hours with them one time.
0: It's a small no, price I- to pay for a safe society, citizen. You know, the, you're going to obviously have more. <laughs> More success bringing people on board who've, had, who've been screwed over by the police because there you are had a, a lot of them. Right, if you if, yes, there yeah. are. It's going to take a
1: cop that has really keen vision and a critical mind yes. to be able to uh, come on board with Liberty. The they're out there, and once they do, man, they're they're unplacable. They're really but, great. Yeah. Gosh,
0: uh, you know, getting them there can be tough. Thanks uh, for the call tonight. More coming up in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live talk live you can bring up whatever's on your mind dial in toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 you can join us online at freetalklive.com. give you the features for free so enjoy those if you like the show and you want to help support free talk live you can learn how to promote free talk live over at promote.freetalklive.com there's a whole list of things you can do a lot of ideas for you to uh, to help get Free Talk Live to more ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. All right. So, and, and speaking of
1: promoting Free Talk Live, um, you know the the gentleman who just called in was was asking questions about how should I deal with my friend, my best friend, who's a cop and who's uh, very much apologetic for the way that uh, some police officers abuse their power and and that kind of thing. And we were kind of just sort of saying, well, you know, it's tough when uh, people make their make their living doing, uh, you know, government work to tell them that, you know, that what they're doing is in some way immoral, immoral or bad. Yeah. Um, and that that's a tough position to take. But I think that one of the best positions, uh, one of the easiest things that one can do is have them listen to free talk live. Because Free Talk Live does have a tendency to hook some people who, you know, are into the government paradigm because they, you know, some people listen to talk radio because they don't like what the hosts are saying.
3: Mm-hmm. And then over
1: time, so they keep listening. the very consistent message that we bring is uh, infectious. It is difficult not to, uh, to, to to glom onto it. Republicans and Democrats, they've got their message. It's not consistent. Liber- the
0: The message of liberty is. And it's hard to not notice over time, right? As you're exposed to it con- consistently, you, you'll get it eventually. You'll at least get part of it. And I think asking questions of uh, the people in, in law enforcement positions and the supporters of law enforcement is, is important as well. Uh, being as pleasant about the conversation as possible, not allowing yourself to get This was upset. his best
1: friend, so clearly that was going to be the case.
0: Yeah, not allowing yourself to get upset about what, uh, what kind of... Conversation transpires. And it would be interesting to actually hear from people like, uh, you know, maybe Brad Jardis or others who have had experience in bringing law enforcement officers on board with the ideas of liberty. Uh, I would love to hear people's stories as to, you know, what was the process like? How long did it take? Are we talking about a half a decade? Uh, You know, are there any speed stories where a cop has changed from somebody who totally supports the system into someone who questions uh, even their job? I think there has to be.
1: Yeah. absolutely has to be yeah. but Just i don't, i, would like to I also that. think that there's a disadvantage to uh to, <laughs> to cops in particular getting them on, bo- ide- on board with the ideas of total liberty is and that then they what, quit. <laughs> right what happens with Brad Jardis well, is what happens is that they they find their job to be so reprehensibly immoral that they can't do it any longer yeah. and they leave and then who takes their place Another somebody thug. who doesn't
7: yeah right uh, th- that would be the what would happen if they adopted the complete liberty Standpoint, which is something that I have not even done. So right. I well, now you to,
0: don't even have to do a complete liberty. You just you just have to get to the point of where you can't handle the the immorality of the job. Oh,
7: there's anymore. certainly I I would have a difficult time being a police officer. Of course, you could just not enforce those laws and see if it gets you, you fired. You
1: could, but yeah, the but problem is probably not going to get it's it's you get promoted likely in the police departments for a lot of reasons for busts. And who's easier to bust? Kids mm-hmm. with pot or drug yeah. dealers and things like that or murderers, rapists, arsonists. Those people are hard to find because they're they're not nearly as common.
0: Well, plus we had Officer Liberty calling the
1: plus show. But they don't
7: for, make
0: money for the uh, oh,
1: department.
7: Yeah, certainly. Well, you're probably not going to get promoted if you take that tax. You might be able to hold on to your job if Perhaps. you enjoy doing it.
0: If if you have gotten past the uh, the initial rookie phase of getting past the uh what do they call it when uh, when the probation yeah probation and then you get the tenure or whatever where government can't for there's an initial phase of a year however long it is and it probably differs in different police departments to where you're essentially being evaluated and if at that time you don't do exactly as they tell you to do you're you can lose your job at that point um, and I know that we had Officer Liberty listening to this program who was a, a younger guy who was going through the police training,
2: mm-hmm. so he
0: was intending to become a police officer. Last time we talked to him, he was no longer Officer Liberty. He had decided that he wanted to do something else with his life at that point. Mm-hmm. So another example of somebody it'd be who – It
7: would be a very difficult position to be in. I mean I could see maybe it would be easier perhaps if you were a sheriff because that's an elected, elected office and yeah. you have a lot more discretion. There's not really people above you really. So you can sort of do what you want. There's a lot fewer guidelines. sheriffs than there are sheriff's deputies. Yeah, that, that's certainly – yeah, that's certainly true. So it's – it would be difficult to be a rank-and-file police officer and believe in the ideas of liberty. It would be difficult, not impossible. So Some people they're do, out there. I yeah, mean, they so, call our show.
0: So yeah. we know they exist. And of course, Brad Jardis is an ideal example. I mentioned Shane Maxfield earlier. He's one of the the cops. Well, we here had here in, Officer X
1: and Keene. we've had OJ and we've yeah. had years people throughout yeah. the years.
0: They've, they've called in. In fact, sometimes we'll have multiple calls per night uh, from, from liberty oriented law enforcement officers. Um, but yeah the, the the guy here in town, uh, Shane Maxfield, he's coming along quite a bit i mean he's uh, he's really taken a critical look at some of the ideas, and he doesn't agree with all of them, but he's had the he's had the intellectual uh, capacity to say, actually say, huh, I'd never thought of that before." When somebody was uh, on the Free Keen forum, they were talking to him about some ideas and well, making some Well, I think that the
1: important uh, point to, to take there is that this is not debate class. I know that that's how people believe that you you conquer the other person in debate and all that other stuff. No, you're not intending to debate people. You're intending – if you come at them with love and respect, you're much more likely to bring them over to your side. Right. You, you want to show them. argue
7: more, even more than debate. Some people just right. like a good – argument yes a good flame war on a floor. lot of a lot of very
1: intelligent and critically thinking people are that way yeah they just want to fight about it
0: right you want to show uh i like what mark's saying to come from a perspective of love and uh, and compassion and show these people that presuming they want the same things that you do and they probably do in general the general statement of well i want a place that's li- to live in that's safe you know i don't want violent crime to be taking place i don't want Things to be stolen. I don't want property be, to be damaged. These are things that we can agree with readily. I think with uh, with most police officers. On and the idea would be to show them that uh, you'd rather have them engaging in uh, actions that actually protect people rather than uh, harming them. And then hopefully show them how uh, the drug war is is hurting uh, people rather than helping them, or how whatever other regulations we, you know that might be hurting people rather than helping them. And you know, and it's going to take time, especially with people like police officers and other government bureaucrats who make their living off of the system. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, that's
1: that's the kind of thing um, You know, I saw. It's a challenge. I I, I think I, I don't know. I think I saw a debate somewhere. It might have been. I'm just going to make this up. OK, it might have been between Ron Paul and uh, who's the blonde uh, screeching harpy gal for the Republican side uh, and Coulter, Coulter. and Coulter,
0: the, the guy uh,
1: I mean, the alleged <laughs> yeah. man um you know she's not a, a terrible looking woman she's no they say thin. she's got an adam's apple though. fine fine um so it was i think it was between these people i might <laughs> be Nick complete, touched just to make sure <laughs> completely wrong here but um you know essentially i was thinking you're never going to bring this lady on board this lady makes money being a, a conservative pundit yeah. i mean, you know this the the idea here is this and, and i'm not saying that it's it's in not, not valuable for people that. Uh, valuable when
7: you to have listen. an audience who you right. might be trying to reach. But talking to somebody who's unreachable can be beneficial in that way. Right. If but, you're using them as a heel. In, in, indeed. And pick and somebody what happens, for, from the other side who's inarticulate. <laughs> well, less articulate than you. Well, and, and that's
1: the reason for these uh, adversarial debates on television. But the problem is, is what it teaches the public in general and the way Ian and I really started doing this show is that the best way to, to confront people is through arguing. And no, it's not. It's, no. it's the very opposite if you want to get people on board. I've been talking to this guy on Facebook and I, I get called a coward. A, tra- a traitor And, you know, like it called all every name in the book because but I don't support the military. Right. He does. Well, you know, he has he has his points. And what I've, I find and I don't know why I keep on getting drawn in with the same guy and his but he makes these just murderous Facebook uh, posts. And I can't help but chiming in. And, um, you know, the, but. You know, you can't. I can't articulate online well enough, and I think it's. I think it's darn impossible to convince somebody mm-hmm. in a message forum.
0: Yeah, some people have said they've been uh, brought on board by by messages yeah. on forums. It's hey, not not by me. They haven't. I remembered uh, what we were going to talk about when we spaced out earlier about it. Uh, what Nick wanted to say, and it was the question. The question was asked earlier about a, a guy who has a rental property. He wants to modify the attic to make it into a third uh, ten, a third. Uh, house, essentially a multi-unit home. It's a duplex now. He wants to make it into a triplex. And the question was, should he go through the governmental process? And Nick, you had a point you wanted to make to that.
7: Uh, well, I mean, the point I would make is that there are certain disadvantages to doing it under the table. Number one, if your tenants somehow find out about it, then they do have a certain amount of leverage against you if they know you've got code violations. That's not pretty. These licensed people. No, that's not pretty. I mean, that that can happen if you're in a situation where you have tenants. I don't think it's a big deal if you're making renovations to the inside of your own home, yeah. you, know, you don't have other people that you're renting that to that are going to maybe pick up on that and possibly rat you out. You're also not in a good position if, for whatever reason, the city finds out about it, especially if you go to sell a property sometimes, code enforcement will catch it if they do an inspection. Right.
0: And the worst the worst case would be that they'd come in and have you tear it all out. That
7: could right. happen. Yeah. Right. And you're also, I mean, your, your insurance company might want to know whether that work is licensed too and if you're not going to insure for the extra value that you've added to that to the house you may not be carrying adequate insurance either.
0: All good points. Thank you for uh, for sharing that. Our radio listeners, we're done for tonight. Uh, Mark, you wanted to do a little extended edition as I understand it. Yes. So we're going to continue on the internet at listen.freetalklive.com. Nick, you're welcome to stay or go your call. Uh, more coming up here online listen.freetalklive.com. Radio listeners, see you tomorrow night. talk live it is the extended edition of the show and we are internet only so you can actually say shit now and it's okay gosh why would i want to do that well a guy earlier said it and we, oh, we didn't yeah. get hit the dump button I, I probably shouldn't have even mentioned that we didn't hit the dump button probably should have just let it fly. well that it's
1: clear that way that it is a, uh, that a fleeting expletive yeah, we, yeah, right. that it was, it was not, not intended, intended to right. be done or something <laughs> like that um you know what are you going to do? And you can also, also always point to the fact that the board op did not catch the break um, later on in that sh- that same well, show. It wasn't the board op's
0: responsibility. It was my responsibility. Why is that? Are well, you saying that I mean, it's my responsibility to operate the dump machine? They they have it too though right? They have it there, but he's busy doing other things. I mean, he's answering phones. He's you well, know. you screwed up, and he screwed up. Yeah. So it's a you know it's the a fail safe. Up. And um,
1: if you have to have somebody to blame it on, it's nice to blame it on the uh, the faceless seventeen-year-old who is running the board at the syndicate, right? I mean, if you're dealing with a program director,
0: you don't know how mm-hmm. old the board ops are. But no. yes, they don't know either.
1: Uh, the I'm willing to bet that most of that then I'm willing to bet that the vast majority of them are not over thirty.
0: I don't know. Uh, anyway. I don't either. that is a special line you are welcome to call in on here. Of course, the amp lines are always open. Uh, 603-435-1105, you want to add in here your thoughts to this extended edition. Maybe you want to continue a topic we had earlier tonight, uh, talk about persuading police to liberty. It's a challenge, really is, and I think a worthy one. Because if you can actually bring law enforcement officers on board with the ideas of freedom, imagine how valuable that that would be. That could have a direct effect on how many people are actually harmed by the by bad laws out there? Well, I think that
1: uh, you'll also find that many police are, are very. I, I think you'll find that police tend to be conservative. Um, it's just sort of the nature of um, you know the mindset. Um, so you'll you'll find many of them that believe in small government. So you can work on those those angles of small government.
0: Right. Well, you always want to come at when you're having. When you're having a persuasive conversation with somebody rather than arguing, it's best to focus on the things you agree on. Well, yeah, I agree with you. We should have a smaller government. Well, I agree with you. We should have this and we should do that. We should, we should stop criminals who are actually harming people. I agree with all this. And I think that we could a- accomplish these goals better if we this and this and this and this. Doesn't mean they're going to run right out the gate and agree with you when you make those points, but it'll give them something to chew on. And if you aren't jumping down their throat, if you're not uh, arguing with them, then they are more likely to consider the, the points that you are making later on when they're sleeping, when they're by themselves, and they yeah. have a the chance to think about those things. So we'd love to hear your stories if you want to share them. Uh, and Mark, you want to talk about the sword thing? We're going to get to that here. I just want to get to an email since we're doing extended edition. Okay. We've got time for this stuff. Uh, Johnson emails. Guys, I recently posed a suggestion to Stefan Molyneux, and I believe yourself and Gardner Goldsmith should hear this question as well. Well, Guard's not here, and we don't know when he's gonna. You know, he he comes and goes. Uh, should hear this question as well. It's one that needs. To, actually, he already emailed it to Guard, so Guard has heard this. Uh, it's one that needs some liberty-minded, philosophical heavy hitters, which I would consider Guard, but not myself. Uh, so we'll do our best here. It seems to me that liberty lovers are in need of a simplified, single-sentence principle that can be followed with regard to judging a person's capacity to enter into a contract. By capacity, I'm referring to individuals such as children, the mentally handicapped, and the insane or otherwise thinking-impaired individuals. Now, I certain this is a difficult problem, as but as philosophers who take the time to wade through the difficult tasks of reasoning these things out, I see you guys as being the best-equipped folks in this liberty movement for figuring this one out. I'm sure you've already delved into the subject, but what I'm seeking is something more boiled down. It's my belief that some kind of principle can be followed in this, if some kind of principle can be followed in this matter, and focused on in liberty discussions as other principles are, it would really help to win hearts and minds of people that might otherwise turn away from liberty in a discussion about an issue that involves someone who is thinking impaired." Stefan asked me if I had any suggestions as to an answer to this, and really, I wish I had suggestions, but it's such a difficult question, because judgment capacity is not easily measured, and current standards for judgment capacity are very arbitrary. Adult at 18, .01 blood alcohol level, below 60 IQ, 21 to drink, 16 to have sex, who picked these, and why, etc.? Combining all those into a rational philosophy that people would accept and perceive as logical and functional is a question for which I don't have nearly enough information, and I don't deal with this stuff often in my daily life, not as much as you guys, for sure. I suppose looking at any documentation on how the arbitrary standards were reached might be helpful, but I'm not even certain of that. How do you codify the principle behind the force necessary to care for those or to care for or corral those with mental shortcomings into something consistent rather than an arbitrary litany of nonsensical rules laid out by governments.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I won't claim to have every answer for people, you know, mental health issues and things like that. I think that there are some good articles out there, and those articles are far more complete than what we can do here, uh, you know, in just a few minutes on the radio. Uh, and, and they're just they're, they're better. They're written by experts and, and people that would be better at talking about mental health issues i think that mental health um, if if try to imagine for a second that mental health was the only reason that we needed government let's think uh, you know and, and 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 you obviously have to come in your mind to the to the point that you believe that um, we need no government and i think that that is if, you, if we're going to make a steady and incremental pro- progression towards that, it's decades, if not a, a century or two away to the point where we have no, um, no government. I'm not interested in a, a fast transition that is uh, jerky and bloody. But um, if the only reason that, that uh, we need force is to deal with people who have mental illnesses, do we really need government at all? And no, I think the answer to that is no. no. If the only re- if the only reason you need institutionalized force is to deal with the mentally ill, I don't think you need government at all. Because the problem with it is that um, the government will label all kinds of people mentally ill that are not mentally ill, yes.
0: and um, <laughs> and then it will We've take away that. those people's freedom. That's what happens with I mean, kids in school. And it happens all, all the, the time. Forcing drugging people. You know, I think the answer to this just isn't going to be satisfactory to a lot of people. Is my answer, and I am you know not an expert. I don't consider myself a Uh, philosophical heavy hitter, but I would say the answer to this is that these are real issues and they are legitimate concerns. The idea of, well, you know, at what age can someone sign a contract? At what uh, mental capacity? How does one determine these things? It would seem to me that the best way to deal with something like this would be to, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but let the market decide and that could mean different things it could mean differing standards it could mean that you know uh a, a convenience store operator may decide that he'll sell beer to a 10-year-old uh, it gets it gets done in other countries i don't
1: think that honestly beer sales to 10-year-olds is really the problem but i think for th- some people they believe that is a problem sure if if in 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 um in the world where you Where people are like, whoa, don't drink that, Johnny. You can't have alcohol. You'll understand when you get older. In that world, it is a problem because you don't know how to freaking raise your kid. That's right. Because you think that you you can uh, stop a kid from doing something at 10 or 12, and then that's not going to have consequences later on in their life. Yeah and i I would say to you that the consequences are far more dangerous than the kid learning how to use alcohol in the first
0: place. I, I think that it like they do in level, so
1: many other countries
0: I think that at some level it's going to be arbitrary for a while, at least until there is some way to ascertain the mental developmental decision making capacity of of the individuals in question. I mean, if we're just dealing with children here for a moment, because some people will say that, well, age is just a number and uh, there are different. You you can have somebody who's 21 who is not as mentally uh, efficient and mature as somebody who's 17. I think that's all true. Uh, And I think so, so to just create a number, I think that's definitely the wrong way to go. But for a while, that's likely all people will will have because how else do you ascertain these things? I mean, if a if a ten year old enters into a contract and then later on says that he didn't understand what he was getting into, well, it would be up to the market to decide, the arbitrators, the professionals, and how they would decide these things. This is what I don't know. Well, uh, I this think is that what that we've I yet think... to be seen. That it would be up to them to decide. Uh, well, yeah, this guy couldn't. This kid could not consent to that agreement. Case dismissed. Well, I, think, that
1: they, I think they can. Uh, you know, I think that what you would find is, is that that 10-year-old would have a reputation rating. Look, this is the kind of 10-year-old that signs contracts. And then doesn't fulfill them. Or a twelve year old. Okay. okay, reputation I mean, so for a young Reputation young people. rating okay. would be very powerful in that area. Okay. Um,
0: and It'd be one of the first things parents would teach their kids. Look, but, Johnny, you don't want to get a bad reputation but, well, and, and, or else this and, and, and this And pointing and this. out that when he's sixteen, people are gonna say, Oh,
1: wow, when you were a ten you broke a contract. Well, I mean you know, I think that people people tend to look at those things.
0: Oh well also if that yeah, I, I mean, think that's a good there point. are
1: ten year olds who are good for their better for their word than other ten year
0: olds. And uh and uh, you could also say that, well, I mean, if you're ten years old and you break a contract it's not going to have a big effect on you because you pretty be you'll probably be able to easily rebuild your reputation if you botch it up at a young age. Right, I don't people think expect the, you the to same make yardstick is going to be used. Right, people expect you to not know that uh, that much and, and make mistakes. And and I also think
1: that you're going to find adults that don't uh, you know don't stick to their contracts. Try to imagine. What about a, crazy people though? Wh- what about them?
0: Well, yeah, well one of these. They're going to
1: have terrible reputation ratings. Okay. I'd like to talk real quick mm-hmm. about discipline with children because um, uh, I think that that's encompassed in what uh, Johnson's talking about, here, right? right? Um, so I've tried to take a very libertarian uh, stance with raising uh, Jack. Mm-hmm. And this is just now obviously the, the applying of a diaper to an 18 month old is an initiation of force. If you don't <laughs> think it is, you've never done it. OK, <laughs> I mean, Jack has things he wants to do and he doesn't care whether he's covered in poo and running around the house doing them. Right. It, like That's his thing. Like a crazy person. Right. Uh, and, and, you, and you simply can't deal with him. Uh, you know from a fashion of reasoning with him but are you initiating in force level? if
0: you're trying to prevent him from initiating force by pooping on things he could pee on something. Is that initiation of force against your furniture? A legitimate, initi- a legitimate use of force against a toddler, if you were applying
1: the same uh, methods as you would anybody else, it would be ta- to use the force to extricate them from your property and to put them elsewhere.
0: <laughs> In the cold. Right. The cold. Th- that
1: makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I think that um, – but I think that as a a legitimate form of punishment might be – uh, you know, the, well, it certainly is. Uh, you know, the the nicer things in life. You know, but the the kid gets, and I think the government gets in the way of this a little bit. It, look, you're gonna, I'm going to take your your Game Boy away. I'm going to take your uh, television away. Um, you know, whatever in, in the house, you're not going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the the dessert things like that. I also think that with a, a child who's older, obviously not—we're not talking about a two-year-old here—you can say that, look, um, these, this is my house and my rules. I'll, I got a, I got a tent here for you. If you don't like my rules, you can, you can go s- sit out in the backyard, and you know that that'll be your house. You can mm-hmm. have that. And I mean, that's that's going to get old pretty quick. And right. uh, you know, I. I, I think that one has to, to you know, the, I think the decisions that kids come to on their own are more valuable decisions. These sure. are just thoughts
0: that's of a, my. That's a true statement this for everybody. is a thought
1: from a parent, a new parent that's trying something different. That's
0: a true statement for everybody, though. Any thought you come to on your own, or at least you feel that you've come to on your own, maybe it was placed there by someone else, but if you feel like you made that, drew, drew that conclusion on your own, then it's much more valuable, which is why asking questions and, and kind of leading people in the right direction is, uh, is a good approach when, when persuading. So what about crazy people, though? Like, I mean, you know, crazy people are older crazy versions people are of going little to, children. Right? Are crazy
1: <laughs> people are going to violate the, the rules of society. And yeah. they need to be dealt with in some fashion that, that handles
0: compassionately, that. compassionately. Um, yeah. You know.
1: you, you, well, I mean, it's probably the best way to go about it. But I think that crazy, crazy people who run amok are going to be dealt with with force.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's the long and the what short of What about a that?
0: crazy person getting into a contract? Um, Again, reputation. You're reputation saying reputation, rating. like, okay, this guy's crazy. You know, you put pu- pull up their file. What's your okay? You you want to get into this agreement? Let me see your uh, your your reputation card. Uh, pull pull up the file. Okay, yeah, this guy's a nutter. Uh, well, sorry, we're not going to enter into this contract with you. Have a nice day. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be very.
1: I think his reputation ratings will be very good and very fractal. I think that uh, what you'll find is something like eBay ratings and maybe even better because what you find with, you'll find that people say, you know, this guy's good in contract, A plus, super fast, da-da-da-da, but you'll also find people, you know, nuttier than a pecan log. Right. Uh, They're going to say things like this and, you know, first off, the first thing is going to be a crazy person's going to have a very difficult time keeping, and I'm talking about legit crazy, not a little bit crazy, very crazy, are going to have a very difficult time keeping their reputation ratings up and... I think that there definitely will be charities that are for people that uh, are crazy, and I think that they'll they'll be driven there because they'll have a difficult time operating in society otherwise.
0: That's a good point. They could be taken in and taken care of to some extent and given mm-hmm. the assistance that the, that they need and, and not, not allowed to enter into serious contracts. So I think that all makes sense. I think we've answered that question, at least as best we can. 603-435-1105 extended edition of the show. Uh so Mark, we've got this giveaway you wanted to talk in detail about it uh, the folks from swordmovie.com.
1: swordmovie.com. Yeah, it's uh it, reclaiming the blade is the movie and it's it's a great movie. I I've got it and 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 saw it and I found it so mo- motivating. There's a two disc set and on the second disc they talk about all kinds of martial arts because Essentially, Reclaiming the Blade is a, is a movie about the Western martial arts, which have been sort of lost. Eastern martial arts have been better preserved. I didn't and, even know there
0: were Western martial arts. <laughs>
1: well, certainly. You know, martial means uh, killing or war- warring and arts, you know, what it takes. Don't you think it takes – having picked up that sword, don't you think it takes skill to do that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and and then when you go up against but they somebody had else,
0: swords before the West, right? I mean, they had swords way back in the day.
1: Uh, swords? No, they didn't really. Swords are um a, a very high end technology, um to be able to make metal that's long and and flexible enough uh, and and
0: light enough to use. You're saying they didn't have sh- swords back in China, way back? Uh, well,
1: China's a different thing. Are you talking about just Eastern versus Western? Is that your question?
0: Yeah, I thought you said that they had they didn't have swords.
1: What? I'm confused. No, no doubt yeah, um, Swords have been around for a long time Swords haven't been around that long in the West In Romans, the West,
0: right. I see Romans, But they've been around since
1: I don't know about in the East, dude okay, okay, well. I know nothing
0: about You Eastern made it sound sword. like sword play was Western And that's no, not true
1: No, I said <laughs> if somebody has a sword and goes uh, you know, Wouldn't you need a skill to use that sword? Yeah. And that's the Western martial arts The Western martial arts are more sword based I see uh, Martial arts from the East Oh,
0: okay, I got you Make, You're making a statement about martial arts
1: Yes Gotcha. All right, it's like dealing with a simpleton here, I swear to God. Um so you know obviously they 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 were trained you know going back and forth and and doing this, and you know uh, the people that were better won and so their their trainers were the ones that uh, create developed the art and go, going on anyway. Mm-hmm. I found the movie so motivating that uh I ended up actually taking Eastern martial arts as a result um they you know cause I just thought, saw the movie and uh mm-hmm. the second movie there, and I found it very motivating anyway, I like the movie besides that we have to give away um one sword and two lightsabers. And so I thought we'd talk about those things. And in the process, we're going to do it through our updates list, which benefits Free Talk Live. It's good that uh, people get on the updates list and, you know, find out whatever it is that we're announcing, whether it's yep. to, to go vote or whether it's to, uh, you know, we're adding stations or, you know, there's something, there are new archives up, all that stuff we we announce through updates. But we're going to do the contesting through the updates um, so that, A... People that are, you know, involved in the show can uh, more involved in the show will have a better chance of winning. And B, it builds our updates
0: list, right? There you go. Okay, exactly right. So, so updates.freetalklive.com is where yep. you can go to get signed up if you are not yet on the list.
1: Right. We just kind of tickled this, and I really kind of wanted to talk about it a little more, a um, little thorough, a little more thoroughly. And so we have to give away. Um, I don't know specifically which sword they're going to be giving away. I know that it's just a real sword.
0: Okay, so we're we're not giving away the one that's in this studio.
1: No. Okay. No. Uh, we have we have one that they're giving away, and um, we've got
0: the lightsaber here, and we've got uh, the yeah, sword here. We've got as two well.
1: lightsabers they're going to give away, and uh, one sword. And basically, you know, you sign up for the updates list. On the day that we decide we're going to send out something, you'll have, uh, you know. Forty-eight hours or something like that to mm-hmm. return the the number that we're thinking of, kind of thing. I'll actually I'll have uh, them come up with the number. I'm not going to do it. I see. And um, then you know the, the people the three people that get closest, essentially the the one person who gets closest is going to get the big the big grand prize, right. the, the sword, which is I think it's like a thousand dollars online for one of these swords. It's, it's amazing. Um, they have you know five hundred to a thousand. I can't tell you which one it is, but it's going to be like a real sword. Um, it's a real sword, right? It's a replica of the swords they found on people. You know these are. Real swords. Yeah. It's and not
0: actually an actual sword. It's just a replica. What do you mean an actual sword? Well, it's sword? not crusted with blood or something like that. I mean. Right. But but it is a real sword. Yeah. It, It'd probably be worth a lot more than that. I could thousand. stab you with it. If, uh, you kill
1: could. Kill you with it. Yeah. I mean, you this, could. this is a killing blade. It is not the kind you buy at the fair that costs $40. No. <laughs> that will break when you hit hit somebody with it. Mm. Not to say that that won't kill. Um. So anyway, real sword, amazing thing um, to hold in your hand, and uh, it's really something. Yeah, put it up on your wall or something like that. Yeah, it's good for that. It, it really is the kind of thing that you could put up on the wall and then take down and show people. It's it's pretty impressive. Um, you know, this this is this was the highest level of technology at its time.
0: All right, cool. So people can get on the list at updatestufffreetalklive.com. And when did you say that's going to go down that contest? I think I'm going to do it near the end of the week. Um, this week. Uh, Yeah, maybe maybe the beginning of next. I'm I'm
1: not gonna stick myself to it. I whenever I darned well feel like it. So you better get on the list. I could do in the next five minutes, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. So um, you know, whenever I darned well feel like it, it's gonna be in the next couple of weeks. Um, Also, let's talk about the lightsabers. They're cool, man. Yeah,
3: there's two there's two lightsabers.
1: These are the FX Force FX lightsabers, and they're like $120 retail. For a Star Wars fan, this is a must-have. Yeah, when you turn them out uh, here, it makes noises, so I'll get it.
0: it does, well, I don't know how well the microphone's going to pick it up, but we can see. It's worth a, it's worth a try. I know where the speaker
1: out. is, for God's sake. Okay, say. all right.
0: All right. Still kind of... Okay, he's going to turn the lightsaber on. For those of you watching on the webcam, you saw Mark swinging it around earlier tonight uh, during the break. Yeah, that did come over. Of course it did. Yeah. Now i got to try to swing it and make it keep the don't thing hit yourself though. in the face there. Well, normally when you swing it around, it makes a wow, wow, wow noise. There it is. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's not really coming it out. Makes, it goes wow,
1: wow, And then when it hits stuff, it goes... Yeah. It makes the...
0: Right. ...noise.
1: Anyway, it's, they're, the they're sounds totally are cool. awesome. Right? The, the
0: sounds are cool, but the, the light part is the coolest part to me. Well... like you want to be outside in the dark yeah, with this thing. On. It's
1: really great in the dark, and apparently the it says all over it, don't you not bang against other things, do not strike with with... With stuff and like that, but it's the blade is made out of stuff that handles striking. Obviously, you wouldn't want to really whack the hell out of each other. Yeah, I'd be um, afraid to with do it, that, especially but, if I paid
0: $120 for
1: it. Indeed, well, um, <laughs> you know, I, I can tell you that uh, Star Wars geeks use these.
0: I bet they do. Yep. So, and that's just a CYA. Hey, don't hit this against things or else it'll break C- and we're not yeah. going to replace it in a warranty. You know, right. That's, that's <laughs> what that is. There is no warranty for this,
1: uh, for right. whacking it, uh, um, you know, whacking stuff with it. Right. But they're, they're really,
0: really, really, really great.
1: The one we've got is the, the Count Dooku one, but there's no guarantee as to which one you'll get if you win the contest. Hmm. They're going to give you which one every one they feel like. You better hope Look you don't a end gift up with horse the, in the, mouth. the little Yoda one.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yoda's a badass with that thing. What are you talking about, yeah, he's, man? He's, he's, he's a foot tall. So? All right. Still whips some ass with that yeah, thing. Yeah, sorry. Recall. Yoda doesn't uh, motivate me. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I've seen the movies. I enjoyed the films. You're I not just the, had... per, the perfect age for a Star Wars fan. Well, why not? I would have been what six when the 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 last movies.
1: Yeah, the but last I think that out, you. 86? I I think that it's people in my age group that are really really into
0: it. Yeah. they were there Born when the first one came out. Yeah, you'd have been seven or whatever. Six. Yeah, six when the when I saw one came it, out.
1: it was amazing. Nothing like it had ever occurred. You had Terminator and all these other things that were going on at the same time when you. saw all this stuff But yeah. uh, you know the, the incredible Expanse of time Between the The first one And the second one And the third one There were two years By the way But it seemed like So long mm. And uh, you know it, it It's just Very motivating You'll find the Star Wars fans Tend to be my age Not your age
0: do you think that's... Well, I mean, there's a whole new generation of people that grew up with Star Wars, though. Like The, the new Star the Wars new movies, movies? Yeah.
1: I don't think that those are You don't as think motivating. they're as fanatic?
0: You don't think they'll be as fanatic? They weren't down as the groundbreaking.
1: Star Wars, uh, The New Hope... True, was true, that's just true. just groundbreaking. From, there was nothing
0: from, like it. From the perspective of seeing computer graphics all the time, these kids see it all the time.
1: So yeah. yeah, it's true. I mean, it's just... I. I. I that's what I think. Anyway, these, these prizes are great, and I don't want you to miss out, so go to updates.freetalklive.com. All you do is enter your uh, email address... And uh, you'll be on our yep, updates right. list, and then you will find out when I send the update for people that win. That's simple. That's the that's the contest, man. So. Uh,
0: yeah. And it's not the only thing that we do with the giveaways on the updates. No, list. We, do we do other giveaways giveaway on
1: the there, updates too. list too. But these are these are pretty big giveaways. This is the that's, biggest. This may be the biggest giveaway we've ever had. I can't imagine we've had anything like these swords. This is big. This is yeah. A huge I mean, they're hundreds. These swords are hundreds of dollars, and I don't know how many hundreds, but uh, hundreds.
0: All right, man. Uh you got anything else you want to talk about here on the extended show? Go check
1: out swordmovie.com.
0: Um, I did. I you know, I I like
1: it. I yeah. I saw it and you know, I th- I felt that it was worth seeing.
0: So no purchase necessary. I mean, you you can just enter this contest and win. I, I, if you like swords though, you should get the movies.
1: Yeah, well, cool. if you go to swordmovie.com, they have the opportunity to win swords and and stuff there too. Oh, double up your odds. Yeah. Yeah. But um,
0: you know, I
1: I don't I don't have any idea where where your odds are better, but uh, you know, We well, can enter both. Indeed.
0: You can't. probably can only win one, but you can enter both. I don't know how they would even know. They probably wouldn't. You're right. Well, no, they're shipping them out, right? So we got, we have to send the info on to them, so they might know. They might know, yeah. But anyway, more odds for you. Enter both of the contests. Swordmovie.com, you can enter over there. Grab yourself a copy of uh, the film as well. Any idea what the cost is on that, Mark? The, uh, the, the sword. Movie? The film? I would yeah. guess it's like 20 bucks. Something like that? Okay. mean, um, for, two, for two DVDs? It's not bad. Yeah, it's... It you know, for
1: those that like swords and like the uh like documentary style stuff, this is it's it's top. It's top notch. I'm um you know, I mean I, I at at this point I'm in a kind of a saving mode personally, so I'm not about uh, going out and buying new things, but man, this is it's a good movie. I I got it obviously sent to me, but uh it's it's pretty awesome.
0: 17.95 for the single disc version and 27 for the double disc. So there's actually two different versions. Get the two disc deluxe edition. Uh, twenty seven ninety five, and then the single disc edition for seventeen ninety five. You know, um, the movie's great. It's a but, Liberty guy too that put it together. Yeah, right? indeed.
1: A listener to the show. Oh, um, even cooler. The second, uh, the second CD I think is worth it. Um, for ten dollars, I, I felt the, se- the there's
3: there's That's so the bonus, much bonus stuff, stuff
1: on yeah. the second CD, um, that they couldn't put on the first one, including this uh, it's really really kind of cool uh, part where they're they're talking about uh essentially an aerobics martial arts class based around lightsabers in New York City. (laughs) It is awesome, dude. It's awesome. I watched it three times through. Wow. I just found it so cool. Um, I mean, you know, (laughs) somehow these people didn't end up looking like dorks. How about that? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, there's lots of martial arts stuff
0: on there that I liked a lot, too. So what else do you want to talk about? No, no, that's about it. I I mean, there's always stuff to talk about, but no one's participating. So let's wrap it up all right let's man. head on out of here we told them about the updates list they should get on it as soon as you should get on it as soon as you possibly can because uh well you're going to be playing this thing out as soon as possibly the end of this week yeah i'm so thinking maybe next week maybe yeah. the
1: end of this week uh Do, I, I think i want to take this um the same um uh, the the same podcast and stick it on the end of saturday night show because more people listen to saturday t- too is that true Generally, I I believe people say so often that Saturday is my favorite night, which says to me that the people that cherry pick
2: Mm -hmm. likely
1: cherry pick Saturdays just because they've come to the same conclusion that many other people um, have come to. So do do you know what I mean? Like there are lots of people that don't have 18 hours a week to listen to Free Talk Live, but they like it. So they want to take, you know, I like Saturday nights when the, the, the clueless wonders call in and. And. Run up, run up, run up on your Liberty Pungy sticks.
0: All right, so get on that updates list. We'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, at FreetalkLive.com. Now returning you to
4: your regularly scheduled programs. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumer's Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE.